0: Listen, I like both your bodies, okay? Well, thank you. What the f is going on down there?
1: Uh,
0: so now I'm going to go open the topic list. But, you know, it's fine. Uh, whatever we do, podcast wise, it's the right decision because. It's, uh, it's April 13th. It is Monday the 13th, which, you know, whatever. It's, it could be a Friday. Who cares? Time's fake. Uh, this is episode 582 of WTF and TFW, and I'm, I'm Chris Vangelis hosting this. Aaron, hello. Welcome to the show. Hi.
2: Hi. Uh, it's yet again, I'm here somehow.
0: Yes. Uh, as I mentioned in the previous episode, it's it's been a bit since we recorded, and uh, it's entirely because I just literally didn't notice the, the two weeks go by. Yeah. Absolutely did not occur to me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I work from home now, and occasionally it's like, wait, is it Thursday?
0: No. Monday? Yeah. No. I hope I don't yeah. have that yeah. telecom meeting right now. <laughs> But you know the best best thing to do when you lose track of time is you just when you see it you just start doing your thing and not worry about it. So that's what we're doing, TJ. We're not worrying about it, but I'm worried about you. How you doing? Um, I'm doing okay. Okay, that's yeah, good. No need to worry. I'm co- I'm concerned about all of my friends because it is a difficult, weird period where we're forgetting <laughs> weeks going. Well, at least I am. I'm I'm just assuming everyone else is not noticing time the way I'm not. Uh, I'm I'm projecting that. So, uh, you know, props to everyone who actually is doing better than me. Uh, at time i'm doing fine on my own tj i'm glad you're doing all right um i was gonna like ask you how food's doing and then i was like why am i asking tj how food's doing there's no reason why i should be wait are we losing food now, that, now too yes um well uh, aaron what do you, who told you you're not supposed to know about that tj how does he know about us losing, i mean losing food? i, yes. I, I <laughs>
2: did have a blowout uh, yeah. on the uh, jack's uh frozen pizza this evening Where the
1: kitchen was suddenly very
2: smoky. Yeah, apparently there was about a a dime sized hole in the crust that I didn't see. And so it had like dribbled out sauce and cheese. Oh, I understand what you mean now.
0: Okay, that's That's bad.
2: Why is it (laughs) so smoky in here? Open some windows. Thankfully, it's a little bit chilly outside, so it feels brisk. And like, there's just like this pile of burnt at the bottom of the oven that i cleaned like a month ago
0: and i i, I never I, every time one of those pizzas is like don't put the pizza straight in the oven nothing underneath it i'm like uh-huh yeah okay i'm gonna put some under you though because i don't trust you half the pizzas I, that do that i see the cheese hanging off the side i'm not and I'm, like, I'm
2: not going to say who put it in the oven but it wasn't me
0: you know what though? The instructions said it, and the, man, I don't like those instructions. It's ridiculous. How can anyone be expect like like that they that they would tr- say with such confidence in print? Oh, just put the pizza straight on the rack. I'm like, yeah, I've done that once, and th- and then something happened, and now you've had you know the incident. Uh When you said blowout, I thought you meant like diarrhea, and I was yeah, like, that's no. a lot to tell us. But no. uh, the pizza had diarrhea, I guess. In the yeah. middle. Uh, <laughs> Molten. Was any of it usable? Like all oh, the stuff yeah. that didn't like, flow through? Like
2: it looked like just on the top side again, it was like there was like a dime sized spot where there just wasn't pizza in the middle of the pizza. Okay, it I just, was worried
0: it was going to be like it,
2: a. It just that all the stuff over top of that and like some melty around it, it was like there was enough, like that dime sized hole with a little bit of crust where everything had just kind of gone down through the bottom of it. And so now yeah. there's just this this like I, I, I'm making a size and was gonna say like a dollar coin, but not like the small dollar coin, like the silver dollar size puddle of burnt, crusty, <laughs> nasty on the bottom of my stove, right where the it's a little elements dollar
0: Yeah. And that's not a little dollop. It's a big dollop. It's a little it's a big dollop. you know what? It's a poop. Yeah. It's pizza poop. Yep. Let's figure out what it is. Pizza stool. Pizza stool Baked right, right over in the whole the... thing. Man, how appetizing. Yeah. Well, uh, there's no better time to just not even segue right into a listener question (laughs) Uh, from Epsilon 8. It's a quickie. Uh, epsilon eight says, "I found Siege Omega Supreme for twenty percent off, free shipping from Target, and they shipped me by mistake two copies. I returned one and got my Omega Supreme for free. What is the biggest monetary deal you got while obtaining a Transformers figure? Well, whatever I got wasn't as good as a free Omega Supreme. Yeah, probably it wasn't literal uh, robbery here. Oh, but no, he said it. That, that's the thing. Returned one, and then they. Oh, well, okay, I guess literal. You know what though? Target can eat it. They can. They can deal with that." <laughs> Um, it's not Transformers. I actually just did that to Amazon uh, recently. Um, well, I mean, they they gifted it to me. But I'll talk about that after I, I peck you guys a bit. Aaron, you ever got a good monetary deal on Transformers <sighs> um, figures?
2: I mean, I've gotten some like convention deals on stuff. Uh, Alfie's uh, Geek Jazz comes to mind, where that was significantly oh, yeah. less than what it really probably realistically should have been price-wise. Um, it was probably about a third of what it should have been price-wise, and it's not an inexpensive figure. Um, but, like, flat out, it cost me nothing.
0: I, I can't think of one. Yeah, you never, <laughs> you never just inadvertently stole from a corporation? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to think about, uh... In fact, I just realized there's a whole Twitter discourse about that with art stores that was terrible, and I slept through it. So uh, let's not bring that up in the thread, everybody. Um, DJ, what about you? Any uh, any big monetary deals that pop to mind for Transformers figures, or uh, really any? Figures? I think
3: I'm think I'm I'm excluding any kind of gift related item. Yeah, that's yeah,
0: correct. that's 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 different.
3: Yeah, like there has to be some kind of monetary transaction here. Uh, I'm trying to think of like something that's like insanely good, but uh, like. Uh, the two that come, like, I have two that come to mind, which is one, uh, my Beast Wars 2 Galvatron that was, like, I want to say cost me $15 shipped on eBay, mint Woof. in box and everything, because the, was- the seller just had a big stock of them and had no idea what they were. Is that off of the old uh, original Hasbro toy store? Song? I feel like we talked I, about this. Oh, we probably did because it's like it was the first import toy I ever got, so it was probably somewhere in the backlog of the of the show. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's hard to it's hard to come up with a Transformer story we haven't told after f- almost six hundred episodes.
0: <laughs> working but, on it, we're yeah, working, on, working it. on it, but
3: yeah, I've, I've probably told it before. It was like it, it was sold as uh, trans- like shape changing Dragon Man. Yeah. Like that was the eBay listing for it. Uh yeah. So like that one like that one is like the early story to tell. My f- my favorite one is still when Target had the animated 2-packs with so the Voyager and the and the Activator together. Like mm-hmm. uh Sunstorm and the Purple Shockwave. Yeah. And as soon as
0: they they put them out for 5 bucks, because of a computer error. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> it just popped right back into my head. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah. I,
3: lo- I love that. Just walking into a Target and it's just like it was like so proud. The big sign for the price. Five bucks. <laughs> big box of
0: toys. So, yeah, you guys hit the pricing target. Yeah, well done. Um uh, off the top of my head, the the two that jump to mind is when Titans Return came out, and then Canadian Toys R Us had it immediately on a massive BOGO sale that just happened to be for Transformers, and it timed with when they came out. Uh... Which was only outdone by when Siege came out and Hasbro Toy Shop in its final breaths before turning into Pulse accidentally let Canadians use a free shipping and multi percent coupon, uh, on the f- first wave of Siege. So me and many other Canadians were able to get a hold of the first wave of Siege for, for quite a discount with free shipping that according to the multiple FedEx boxes it shipped in cost Hasbro somewhere in approximately 30 to 70 dollars per, per buyer because they sent it in multiple $30 boxes depending what you got um they did that in the u.s multiple boxes everything got its own box yeah but when when they shipped to canada though yeah it was uh we could i looked i was like i'm gonna see what the shipping receipt was oh boy i caused i cost john hasbro like 65 (laughs) dollars and got these for like 50 percent off or whatever uh that was a good time um my, my recent one where I, I, I gave it to Amazon, and Amazon deserved this, so, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> that sounded pretty mean, but you know what? I don't care. Uh, I, I needed some new bedding, um, and uh, my mom has, has Prime, so we went through her Prime to order me a new uh, mattress cover and, uh, and a blanket, because, hey, I didn't really have a blanket. I've always just been using a sheet, because I'm, I'm a hot sleeper, and then I had this, like, wicking mattress cover from Walmart. And uh, last time I did the laundry, uh, it just kind of it it ceased to exist. It it um it it's artery it's it's mattress cover wicking arteries split open, um and it was unusable. <laughs> also, it sprayed little white wicking f- flecks. every. It was t- that terrible. sounds
2: like it's time to decontaminate
0: the apartment. Um, something well, starts, this something just, starts doing that. This this was uh, in a in a in a communal dryer. Uh, and it thankfully was mostly caught by the dryer sheets that I had never usually used, but I had bought some okay. recently. Uh, so I got a knock at my door and Hey, they delivered the mattress cover, but no blanket, huh? Uh, an hour later, knock at my door. Oh, this must be the blanket. No, it's the mattress cover again. So I, they, for, because they're, you know, probably going through logistics hell. I ended up with a, a, a second free 67 plus do- plus tax dollar mattress cover. So if this one ever ceases to be, I have a spare one ready to go. Um, because Amazon were using delivery that had absolutely no sign for or uh any kind of like proof of delivery. Um but my main thing was I was I was thinking, I wonder if instead of a blanket and a mattress cover, they just sent two mattress covers. And then I was like, I wonder if they're just gonna keep sending me mattress covers, but never sending a blanket. Hmm. But then the blanket came the next day and, and the whole chain ended. So I just ended up with a with a bonus mattress cover and uh it could send it back, but uh why? <laughs> There's plenty of reasons why. I've just decided this is gonna be how I get this is my little strike back at Bezos. Um and that's that's the greatest deal that I've got recently. Um it's a nice mattress cover, actually. I really like it. Uh and the blanket, oh man, it's a it's it's a cooling blanket. So me, a hot sleeper, mm-hmm. I got a cooling blanket. It's like a snuggle factory without overheating me. It's just fantastic. Um and that that rolls us really nicely into what we got this week on topic. Uh Aaron, yeah, um, and I, I'm going to say this is probably the refrain. Now that at least in Canada, s- stores that sell toys are not really supposed to be open anymore. Uh-huh. Um, it's a, it's a real thing now of like r- realizing what temptation is, what fuels temptation. You know, wanting to have what, what one cannot. Aaron, did you get any Transformers this week? Yeah,
2: I. Uh... <laughs> Getting it on Bezos as well or something um, from Amazon, because uh, I think we talked about it in our last recording, uh, Power Punch and Direct Hit, which are the Micromaster combiner guys.
0: Yeah, the ones who were hard to the, find
2: from Siege. The ones that were hard to find from Siege that came in like the Rung wave, I think, yeah. from Siege, because Rung is getting re-released in, in Earthrise, right?
0: Yes, with, along yes, with ha- we talked about that. Along with the hammer. Yes, yes. That um, took me a sec, but
2: yes. But like I saw, like Rung once and uh, had gotten him, but had never seen. Um, or no, these are different waves because Rung's in that weaponizer wave. This is the two pack thing. I don't know anymore, man. But I got power punch and direct hit.
1: Hey. For, for
2: a good hit back to the Micromaster Combiners of my childhood. um, And hey, there, there are more Micromasters. Um, both of them, so they have the, their transformation scheme is the, like, you squeeze their shoulders together and then they shrug up in order to pull their arms against them. Both of yeah. them, I had to, like, not quite push against my desk to get them to move the first couple of times that I transformed them. But that, that like the the pinned joint or whatever in there, um, I'm trying to look and see if I can see pins or if it's just like a double ball joint or something. Both of them were, were very tight to the point where like I went and looked at the instructions to be like, okay, am I doing something wrong? Or these guys, is there like some pull out and flip around? Th- nope, it's supposed to be the shrug that I think it is. Hmm, okay. And then... Saw the humor of rotate their head 180 degrees as the first step of the transformation, and like the the one of them the the back
0: half guy. I don't know if he's power punch or direct hit. Um, Someone was getting on me before the recording about knowing their names. Yeah. I just want to mention. I, I for know no their name. I know their names <laughs> as a duo.
2: I don't know their names individually. Thank you. Um,
0: I mean, they haven't been in the TCG yet, so they, they
2: basically yeah. They don't exist. Are they even real? They don't exist. They're not real. <laughs> yeah. Um. But it was like he's got the the box over his head, and so I don't know how, like, how you'd get his your fingers in there to like rotate his head.
3: You don't keep like jewelers tweezers no, on I, hand, I, or... I, I
2: don't. Uh, those are in those are in my uh, my model building toolkit, which isn't which isn't back here because I don't normally build models back here.
0: I feel like I ran into this with um uh the the guy who is swap parts. This is how I remember them now. You know, the fire truck. Mm-hmm. Um and he had a step that involved turning his head around. And in fact, I don't think I've ever been able to do it. Yeah. Uh usually that step on a micromaster <clears throat> doesn't it's a coin toss. Sometimes I just feel like I'm going to twist the head off. Yeah. Before and the thing is, is it's happens. not
2: even a case where like his face is kind of close to like the plane of his wheels. So it'd be important, like to to keep that goop of yellow or or kind of bronze from getting scratched off. No, his 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 chest six definitely proud of his face, and and would protect it anyway. So I don't it was definitely like a okay. Somebody <clears throat> made these instructions just looking at a CAD model and the
0: like wonders of not having this in meat space. Uh, Aaron, are you telling me that you haven't got the ability to split your fingers into five smaller fingers each in order to manipulate objects not, that small? Not I mean, for this.
2: I can't. I can't do it too much.
0: Oh, TJ, this guy. <laughs> My uh, you need to watch <sighs> Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no, it
2: was a good. It was a good hit. It was, uh, it was a, a little bit of a premium because it was a a not actually f- it was like a fulfilled by amazon but not sold by amazon
0: Ooh, so it was like okay. 12
2: dollars for it which probably shouldn't be what you're paying for these things but i needed it
0: you know what sometimes you just gotta pay up for a thing you want yeah. when you want it to feel good yeah and uh aaron i i i uh i approve this purchase well thank you
1: yeah
2: and i have so many things sitting on uh Order or weight at uh Hasbro Toy or not at Hasbro Pulse, not Hasbro Toy Shop anymore. Yeah. Um, just, I, I, I could get it from Amazon. Theoretically it's been at, at Target, but I'm not going out to, to infect myself for toys. It's hard though. Um so supposedly there's a grapple and optimus prime that are waiting for me that currently say ship dates in July, so
0: Oh yeah, logistics right now. Uh, That mattress cover I was talking about, the actual delivery date when ordered was sometime in May. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because Amazon is just, you know. (laughs) Just just roll Uh, some dice, point at it. Don't say what the number is. Just be like, huh? No, not that one. Hold on. You know, accurate ship huh? dates are the least of my worries right now. Because guess what? I'm home a lot, yeah. so <laughs> uh, I'll catch it. And uh, and a lot of deliveries are actually happening now that it's kind of just become established practice of like leave it outside the door. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually having to. I've only had to pick up one package during all this so far. Um, and I think that that just needed like signatures, and I, I missed the the bell or something. Um, well. Congratulations, Aaron. Uh, TJ, what about you? Any f- any fresh on topic stuff to talk about this week? Um, actually, quite a bit.
3: Hmm. Because I've uh, I've had uh, I've had no recourse but online shopping, and I've uh, been doing a little bit more than I should. But hey,
0: we cope. I know the feeling. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it's not toys. My my way of coping right now, just because I, I I don't know. I've been looking at a lot of solo board games. <laughs> I haven't pulled the trigger yet, but boy, I have some disgusting carts that I've built and then not <laughs> hit checkout on. Um, But what'd you hit checkout on?
3: Okay, so uh, I marathoned Cyberverse recently. Mm-hmm. So went through the whole, whole series, season three included. So I've been on the Cyberverse kick. So I have... Uh, I have the the two new deluxes: the Hammerbite and Starscream version two.
0: Oh yeah, the, the, like now that they have a deluxe class, it's like technically those are warriors, but everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. or, uh, yeah. Warrior class, whatever. I I spent weeks forgetting that that Starscream was new, and I'm really <laughs> excited now that there's like two new warriors. Yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> so uh, the Starscream is Starscream's tough because it is the most show accurate one by far it looks mm. so much better than the original there's a ton of paint apps on it in both modes the jet mode is like really unique and looks super cool uh, like even his gimmick I don't mind terribly he does, He loses outward arm movement for it but mm. it's, it's a neat little like flip up null ray gimmick uh, he is basically a one step changer uh, like he's got the same level of complexity to him as far as his transformation goes. Okay. So like m- almost all of his transformation is like his legs are resting on top of the vehicle mode. You flip them forward 180 degrees, and that's mostly it.
0: I think i I got the I got the um, the impression of that a little bit from from like the placement of his legs. I'm going to find a picture of him now because I, I want to remember. But uh, is it because I mean, one step changer is not. I'll always maintain it. it's not necessarily a bad thing. Is it uh, at least, like, satisfying on him? Well, well, well first, of all, like I, I compare him to a one-step changer
3: just because like he's just, he's got that few steps to him. I've actually been getting a few one-step changers here and there, and they've actually been, like, amusing toys for what they do. Yeah. But, like, it's just a bare-bones transformation is all. It's like, if that's what you're after out of a Transformer, it's gonna be, like, a really dull figure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, like that's the that is the downside. But like I said, like he looks phenomenal in both modes for a warrior class toy. Like it, that's yeah. why it's hard. It's like it's hard to recommend him as a transformer because he has such a downside to like just how uninteresting he is to transform. But he does yeah. a lot of other things really well.
0: Uh, that that's the the place we're at with Cyberverse now that it's it's basically over. Is it's like do you want Cyberverse Starscream? Because to me, this looks like the best one. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't have any other options. <laughs> yeah, that's a shame. Uh, like, like same thing with Hammer Bites, and same thing with everyone who's trapped in the yell at them and they light up, I think, line. Like, I want Wild Wheel. There is one. So I'm going to get it. <laughs> and it will be the best Wild Wheel, because it's the only one. <laughs> yeah,
3: I really wish they'd just... I, I wish they'd give us, like, one more round of the deluxes just to
0: fill out a few ranks. I think it is uh, straight up condemnable that there is no deluxe Windblade. <laughs> I
3: she's one of the main characters, and yeah, she has yeah. that you know, that cheap
0: little thing in the warrior class version. Like you know, and you know what I really hate too is usually when I say that someone's like, "Yeah, she should have had RC slot," and I'm like, "No, RC should have." That's <laughs> the thing about those deluxes. No, those eight deluxes should happen. Uh-huh. Eight more should happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna start saying one of those should not have been a deluxe because they, they all
3: are fine. <laughs> no, you know the, the injustice of the all of the whole thing is Shadow Striker.
0: Yeah Shadow Striker just got screwed. She got screwed. Yeah,
3: well she she got toys, but all of them were like pre Frankensteining. Like so like yeah. it's all in the flashback form because no one wanted to do her asymmetrical uh shape yeah. that you see her in.
0: Yeah, and and unless the did she have a legends or warrior one? I can't remember. I I can't remember. I know she had the I know she had the big ultra. She had the big ultra which was compromised as just a backpack with a person in it. And mm-hmm. she had a scout and all the scouts were basically compromised to some degree. Uh Yeah, I think Ramjet's
3: the only one that escaped that.
0: Like for whatever okay. reason Ramjet has
3: a complete vehicle mode.
0: Yeah, well, I think also with the scouts, they're not inherently bad. It's just that anyone who's a car and a scout, I feel like, or a truck and a scout, they looked a lot like worse off for it than any of the other scouts to me. Yeah, because like a jet with legs, you can, you can just fold the legs up, and now it's a jet. You know. Mm-hmm but when it's like a half a car and half a robot on top of the car it's like i can't really do anything about this yeah i just have to i have to treat this as a robot action figure and that's fine and when there's no other choice that's fine but yeah shadow striker uh a victim of her own intriguing design i guess mm-hmm. but uh, uh the other warrior class hammer bite uh
3: hammer bite is fantastic i've been hearing this yeah like his transformation is really good, his articulation for the warrior class is good uh the even the gimmick like I am like adamantly like just give me a solid transformer no gimmick included the gimmick is really good yeah like it stays out of the way it's got a lot of moving parts to it it you know and i like I like the idea that I can just like hit a switch and now he's a street shark, yeah. <laughs> Like the only thing that bugs me on him is the fact that his uh his activation switch is in his left shoulder. Oh, is it is it easy to hit? Uh yeah, well all you have to do is pull the pull his left arm down. Oh. So like it sets off when I transform him a lot or if I'm not careful when I pose him. So it's it's one of the, it's one of those weird like why did you put the switch there kind of moments, but beyond that like he
0: does very little wrong. He looks really really good. And I'm, I'm excited to find him. It, like, it's him and, and uh, Clobber and Rack and Ruin are the gimmicked, like, quote-unquote gimmicked ones that I'm just, like, excited for. Especially since I got to mess with, with Clobber. And I was like, like Clobber, when you want to talk about a gimmick being out of the way, like, Clobber technically has a useless waist joint, so she has kind of no waist or neck joint. But, like, that armor deploy is so friggin' cool. Mm-hmm. And like her limbs are not compromised, it's fine. And, and the Rack and Ruin looks to be the same, and and I like her alt mode too. So I'm like, you know, Clobber, Rack and Ruin, and and Hammerbite, uh, highly anticipated uh, once they're available around here. Oh yeah,
3: I, I I feel like it's like any other Transformer line where it's like toward the end is where they really hit their stride. Yeah. Like now, we figured out the budget. Now we figured out the engineering and the gimmicks that'll actually work and still make these functional, just in time to wrap up the whole thing and never do them again.
0: Yeah, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm not gonna be mad about it. I'm just like it actually. I think really sucks that Cyberverse is ending. That should have been the next Rescue Bots like four plus season show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was yeah. perfectly designed for it. Uh, moving up to the deluxes, I have mm-hmm. I now have Grimlock and Hot Rod. Those are the ones, that, so I got three Deluxes in the mail, and those are, I, I opened one, but those are the two I have not yet opened. Okay, so Grimlock is fantastic. I've been hearing this, too. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like, he's, like, he's got the right proportions, for my money, he's got the right face sculpt, because they didn't go with the G1 face mask thing. They yep, went with like,
0: like a- I'll, I was gonna say, I'll maintain, he has the face mask up enough that it warrants being on some toys, but that's literally the only one, I think, right? Where yeah. he doesn't have the face mask? Yeah. Yeah.
3: But yeah, like, he's well-painted, he looks the part, he, like, strikes me as that's the character from the show. And transformation-wise, he does some weird things. I've heard this, too. It's like, I, uh... like I went in there, like, I've transformed a, I've transformed a dozen Grimlocks, what could this one do? Uh, ten minutes later, I'm still trying to figure out what his legs do. <laughs> <laughs> His legs wrap around themselves to make the tail in this very specific way, and like, oh, some designer had fun
0: here. Okay, yeah, like, like to be clear, I'm probably gonna go and crack those things open once we're done recording. I just also figured, like, literally, I sat down, and I was like, I want to open one to talk about, and I don't want to rush through all three. But remind me to talk about those too, if I, dear listeners, if I don't talk about them next time we record, get on me. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited about Grimlock. It mm. sounds like he's so good. And then there's Hot Rod. Yeah, I'm a boy, I'm a himbo. It's a it's a dude Bimbo. I I learned that last year. I had such high expectations. Actually, I actually didn't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, the I, the, I the think... Lux line set such a good precedent for itself.
0: Yeah, I just, I think, I think what helps me is like I'm coming from a perspective of Shockwave is the only one I've had until now, uh, so like, and I, nothing against Shockwave, it's just like I didn't think he blew me away really. So when I saw that hot rod, I was kind of like, yeah, I guess, because I, I hadn't touched any. I've, I've still not messed with the Bumblebee, who I hear is is incredibly good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, i not gonna, not to just, not to, to diminish it. It's just like yeah, I, I was looking at him going like, I bet he'll be. Better than the one that's repainted black with the shark decals. <laughs> yeah. So, hot rod, uh,
3: uh, like he's better articulated than the other figures he's had, which is easy because they're all warriors and one steps and all that. Uh, In fact, his
0: warrior is, I think, one of the worst. As far as I've heard, one of the worst warrior toys of the whole line. Uh, depends on what you're going for. Like I, I guess, didn't, I, I didn't
3: mind it. I didn't mind it so much. I kind of like. It was kind of amusing to me that his warrior figure actually has some notes of his G one transformation, which I never see them replicate anymore. Okay, true, true. Uh, this one is a very bare bones kind of transformation. It does what it needs to do to make him look like Hot Rod. So yeah, he even has like leg slides, and I haven't seen those in forever. Oh man. Yeah, but. He's lacking in shoulder articulation because they're like he's for whatever reason they're like really squashed to his body and you can't get them out far enough to really move. Yeah. And
0: my god, does he need paint? Like, oh, he he looks so barren in the in the box. Like, it, you know, the the face is nice, but yeah, he he looks like a sea of red or orangey yeah. red.
3: Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, there's no there's no flame on the hood. Uh, he's got the fake spoiler that's on his back in robot mode and then the vehicle mode spoiler neither one is painted mhm um yeah and he's just a sea of red and i'm not sure why like literally i i like even like if you look at him his wheels are red they just painted the outsides of them so in vehicle mode they look like tires
0: mhm i i get the impression at a glance in the in the package that uh it's one of those cases where the figures were not isolated budgets from each other and i think he gave stuff up for the sake of grimlock he might have i don't
3: like i don't know cuz like he shared a wave with a few other the wave ones that should make up for that yeah
0: it's... I mean, I'm also, I'm also like, really kind of guessing, because when it comes to, like, the idea of shared across Waves budget, like, that's really, like, a lot of guesswork. It may not yeah. even be real. It's, well, <laughs> okay, we've seen Marvel Legends. We know that that's a real thing. Yeah, like, I mean, specifically in, in Transformers.
3: Yeah, but, like, we know Hasbro's done that in the past, because they've put the Invisible Woman and the Thing in the same price point.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So I can imagine that being the case here. Like, I, I just... I think after season three, I really wanted a really good hot rod, and I'm not getting it.
0: I mean, I mean, um, how do I put this? I mean, if you really, the, the good hot rod I want wouldn't be red. That's,
3: yeah, I'm, a, same way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was, I, was like, I guess that's part of my expectations kind of being preset low is like, yeah, this will be himbo hot rod. This will be, you know, this, uh, this will be pretty boy hot rod. Um, the shoulders I had kind of expected they were limited, and I was sort of, I was sort of quietly hoping that like the big surprise is there's like a hinge in there or something. But I I mean, am, it
3: looks like there is, but it looks like there's even a cut for them to go down, but they don't.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's disappointing. I, I I'd kind of already kind of how to put this, not psyched myself up, but I'd kind of prepared myself that he was gonna, he was gonna have the hot rod shoulder curse that like has gone across waves and even companies. Um, hot rods with shoulders that don't move. I mean, that's, uh, that's been a thing since G1. Yeah, it's, just, even some third-party hot rods. Like, it's just, it's a, it's a oddly difficult thing to deal with. Uh, those big pauldron things. Yeah. Um. So. But, but Grimlock, Grimlock sounds like it turned out great. Yeah, yeah. Hey,
3: you know what? You know, you know what? I, I got more Macadam with hot rods,
0: so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I was looking at how much mechanism I have now, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm literally at that point where I have I don't even I don't even have anything that can like sit next to each other. Like I, <laughs> I just have bits and pieces right I, now. <laughs> I have
3: mine. Mine is now capable of standing. He's got oh, both man, of his I'm legs jealous. and his torso, but then just two little forearms with nowhere to go.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm jealous though. I don't I don't have a torso yet. Uh, I still haven't got Megatron or Bumblebee. Um. So I just have two legs and two forearms, I think. It's so
3: weird to me. Like, why would you want collectors to have these just small little parts hanging around for six months while you hurry up and get Thunder Howl and RC out? It's to make you really
0: want that Thunder Howl. And and you know what? That, that's how I I saw so what I originally thought was to make you want that Thunder Hell. Then I saw the episode and I was like, oh but I actually just want Thunder Hell. Yeah. <laughs> also, I want to I want to make a cape for him. Uh that dude is cool. Um but also I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you uh, were able to to do the burst through on Cyberverse. I recommend anyone, especially now that everyone's sort of stuck indoors in some way or another, um for the most part, you know, some exceptions. Yeah. To Cyberverse Is an excellent Transformers cartoon, and it is so easy to binge through. Yeah, like,
3: the the episodes are, like, because they are 11-minute episodes, they are such just, like, very smooth pacing, very easy to sit through each one.
0: By season two, they had utterly locked in on that runtime, so it's not even, like, 11 minutes and, oh, it's so rushed. It's like, no, it's 11 minutes of zero chaff. Like imagine a twenty-two minute episode where all the bits that you look away to drink your your cola or take a bite of your sandwich are gone. Yeah, uh, it just goes. <laughs> um, I can talk of Cyberverse a lot. I'm that was such a such a fun ride. Uh, anything else on your end, TJ, that you want to uh, talk about? Uh, I went third party because I was in the
3: mood for third party for once. All right. Uh, so the thing I ordered just f- to get to, f- to free shipping, cause
0: I've know, been there, that's it's always a, a
3: dangerous phrase.
0: It's always, the, a, yeah, the, the board game stores, that's all like, yeah, $150 free shipping. And I'm like, oh, I can do that. That's why I haven't hit checkout anything yet. Cause I'm like, wait, I can't do this three times. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's consecutive. Uh, but what was it TJ? Okay.
3: So I decided to bulk up my new age collection. And, oh, right. that's, hey that's a good place to go it is so uh stop one was their set of insecticons
0: Ooh, i still can't decide on a colorway
3: <laughs> yeah i ended up with the i ended up with the uh the anime version
0: just because yeah. that's
3: that's the one the store had in stock okay that's like, an
0: easier decision to make yeah
3: they like like the the gunmetal gray looks good on them uh yeah. Uh, like the white, like the white horns on Shrapnel and wings on Kickback are a little bit weird. Like I really would have, because I grew up with those, so I kind of wanted the silver. But that's like the yeah. only like myth I have against it. Like they still look really, really good.
0: I I can confirm having looked at both in person at stores multiple times last year and still not being able to make a decision. They both look really good. <laughs> yeah.
3: So like, and they're all really solid. Like. For their size, the articulation is really nice. Like most Mm. of them have, like all all the the uh, things I would expect. Uh, They have ankle tilts, ball joints everywhere. Some have uh, the bombshell has wrist swivels, which at this size I didn't expect. They have waist Uh, joints and neck joints and all these kinds of. They're highly articulated for their size. Uh, I really like bombshell, and they have the fake names. I can never remember the fake names. Uh,
0: but yeah, not bombshell. New, New Age's here's a, here's a crit I'll drop on New Age. New Age's fake names are uninspired enough that I don't remember them, and I like remembering the fake names. <laughs> yeah, that's... well,
3: well, things like that are like Murphy, and like K. They're
0: just names. Like you're the, as far as third party Insecticon names, no one's gonna ever top the Malum Militia that uh, Mastermind Creations did. Um, their insecticons didn't all turn out like super great, but Malum Militia is like the top tier name for some insecticons. Okay, so
3: okay, I got the instruction. I got the instructions out because now I was curious. So it's Asmodeus, Abaddon, and Berial. So yeah, those all-
0: names are way too cool for insecticons. <laughs> they named they named them after biblical demons. I think. I know, that, that's part of why, okay, here's, here's, I'm just gonna lay, lay out my, my process. If the name is, is, is boring, I'll forget it. But also, if the name is too cool, and you like, blew it on insecticons, I'm, I'll also forget it. It's like, if you make like, if you make like, blue Street, but you call him like, sun dagger destroy, or something, then I'm like, actually, I'd remember that, that's really cool. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you, give, you try you you, you, you blow a, you know, a badden on one of the Insecticons and I'm like there's so many abadins that like you could strike fear in my heart with and maybe if they were the IDW2 Insecticons really specifically I'd be more into this but there's no way they knew so I, I mm-hmm. just can't I can't connect it. So yeah, uh
3: for their size they're all nice transformers. Uh I will I will give Shrapnel a little bit of hard time because his robot is like between his neck and his waist his robot mode is still very visible in his bug mode. Hmm. But uh beyond that uh, very solid. I love all the changes they did to kickback. Cause like his bug legs are like, they did like the thorax or his arms thing that some of the modern ones do. They oh, added nice. more. Yeah. Like they added more hinges to his, uh, big legs so they can actually position correctly. Like there's a lot of attention for the size, which is like, it's new age. So it's like, like, so yeah, it's like properly surprising
0: and that's that's on my the, it's them cuz now at this point it's them and the ironhide ratchet and the megatron v2 whenever that's around if it's not already around and the seekers are like suddenly all out and the ninja turtles I'm like man there's too much oh yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah I forgot about the ninja turtles so uh
3: I said I had more new age yeah funny you should say that so uh <laughs> I ordered these out of the Chosen Prime, which mm. the first time, first order I've ever made with them, specifically because they were one that it was the only shop I could find in the U.S. that actually had the pizzeria set in stock. Yeah, so I have these four little
0: robot ninja turtles on my desk now. I'm I am so pleased that those. Like not only that they came out, but they're actually in some of the U.S. based stores. So I'm like, that's uh, that's really just poking a bear. But I'm yeah. I'm laughing right now.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, unfor- the unfortunate thing is, is, like, there's they don't even offer shipments to the U.S. on these. So all the stock is bought from stores in China and then upcharged to sell in the U.S. So
0: oh, I didn't know about that part. Oh, yeah,
3: I found <laughs> if you order them, in, yeah, well, because I found a Chinese shop that had them in stock and it was like. I'm not gonna get name numbers here, cause this this set was expensive, but yeah. way cheaper to buy straight out of China. But like, yeah, well, because like they don't want to tempt Nickelodeon, I, I assume. Yeah, yeah. So okay, uh, not even offering them in the U.S. So that's why there's like Big Bad and all them aren't getting it. It's like that's what. So like, if you go to like the Chosen Prime or whatnot, you see how much they're upcharged, and it's like it's. It hurts, but at the same time, this is, like, my biggest 80s nostalgia mixing with my biggest 90s nostalgia.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, I, I assume that it's a solid figure. Like, I thought that the their brawn outback like looked pretty good already, so it seems like a figure I'd be fine with having, like, a you know a goofy foursome of. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, the transformation on
3: this thing for its size is absolutely nuts. Excellent! Mm-hmm. Like, the way that the way the, like, the legs themselves are formed out of the side of the vehicle, so the two wheels close against each other and completely vanish. Yeah. Like, that's a yeah. cool trick. And he's basically turning inside out. which is, It's like, you could just do the brawn thing. Oh, no, you did all this other thing. Okay, that's actually insane of you.
0: What's what's great is they do all that and then retool it to be the Ninja Turtles. That's the part that really wins yeah. me over.
3: Yeah, like they just look at Braun and go, hey, his colors look like the Ninja Turtles. Let's just make Ninja Turtles.
0: Yeah, it's like, you did all this work to make a brawn, and so technically, none of this is even relevant to a Ninja Turtle robot. Uh, Something about that that I really like, that like, they inherit engineering that is irrelevant to them (laughs) in a lot of ways. Like, why would they need the wheels to be hidden when the Ninja Turtle robots have no animation models?
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, Uh. it's hard to recommend because of the upcharge, but I do like, absolutely love the set. Uh, but yeah, it yeah it's it's new it's a new age figure. Like I'm glad I can say like it's new age. Of course it's good. Like because I love that level of consistency they have and everything they everything I've played with from them has just been absolutely
0: phenomenal as far as engineering goes at that size. Yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of them swinging out of the, proud of them, you know, not like I have anything to do with it, but I, I, they, they swung out of the park like that after just like, they had this one bumblebee and it's like, oh, that's cool. And then just like, out of nowhere. And I, I, I still, I'm always worried it's gonna like, just end and that like, it's one of those weird, we don't know who the designer is scenarios. Uh, we just have this brand name and like, my, my hope is since it's coming out of, you know, this, um, what appears to be a connection to DX9 is that I'm hoping it remains that way. Uh, and, and generally the pocket size lines have, have maintained that consistency for better and for worse. Um, so yeah, I, I'm hopeful that they keep it up. Uh, cause yeah, (laughs) their transformations are so nice and like, I still like the magic square transformations a ton, but the new age ones have this like one extra set step up of smoothness. It's like, there's one extra layer of ligament through the process, Mm -hmm. uh, the Magic Square ones are just like sometimes really cool ideas, and i still I still liked getting a hold of those things just for that, but now that there's more of a push going on back and forth, like now there are multiple seekers to look at. I'm like, man, like it's really it's really like having to control oneself and going like I just want one of the seekers from this company and one of from this one to see how they work." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have not done either yet. <laughs> yeah, I keep holding back on the New Age Seeker for the because the only one I ever
3: find is Thundercracker. And yeah, and nothing, then, then nothing, against, doing... nothing against TC, but it's not the first one I pick.
0: They're they're also doing a billion like every company that does seekers in pocket scale is did you a bajillion variants, so it's mm-hmm. like. I could just wait and get, like, the Acid Storm from one and the, like, you know, Nova Storm from another and just, just
2: skip all the cartoon seekers. Just get all the
0: off-brand guys
2: and
3: the, uh...
0: <laughs> I need background characters. I mean, hey, if anyone look, who played look, the what TCG, about the ones whose
2: name is literally Backdrop? Come on!
0: Oh. <laughs> Ion Storm, I want a little Ion Storm collection, because he's, he's an impactful TCG card. Like, I, you know... <laughs> Turns out Ion Storm all this time was one of the most powerful characters on Cybertron. We just never knew. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad that the pizzeria guys turned out well. I'm uh, I'm going to try to... Uh, they're one of my this year goals, obviously, off of eBay. because <laughs> I'm not holding out for dealer rooms necessarily anytime soon. Um, but uh, TJ, anything else on topic on your end? Uh, no, I'll do it. All right, well, I'm going to hit my Cyberverse guy I opened up. Uh, this might be boring for some, but I opened up Deluxe Optimus. He comes with... Uh, what does he come with? A forearm with a hand on it um, of Macadam. Uh, so this Optimus, the I, I think maybe it's really helpful that I got one later. The ball joint tolerances on mine feel really nice, and I know that's been a problem for uh, about 90% of the people who have bought this toy. Um, like, the hips are not... Rock tight, but they are not loose. So I I think I really lucked out Uh, because I I can totally see how if you have an Optimus with loose ball joints that it's like you're not even transforming them before you go to tighten them up. Um, But on mine, like even the wrist ones are fine, and uh, I like this Optimus a lot. This is I like this very specifically communicates Cyberverse Optimus to me, which is. I think pretty easy to miss on Cyberverse Optimus toys because they they more often just look like Optimus Prime. Cyberverse Optimus has this like, like he actually has high set shoulders and uh this sort of like tapered out boot design and I'm getting that out of this guy. And uh, yo, the transformation's really cool. The only problem I have with the figure is those tabs that clip his legs together are going to break. This <laughs> I don't I don't see how they don't break eventually. Uh one of them is already I've transformed him about 4 times mostly while we're recording uh the one on his right leg the tab there oh it's suffering uh like it's not just white stress like i'm almost seeing crystallization and fracturing um they it, it's not even really that necessary that they tab together cuz they are then tabbed over by the arms but uh that's that's a shame. Otherwise, the, I I like this figure a lot. He's very dynamic to pose. Uh, this is my second Cyberverse Deluxe, and uh, what I've been saving to say this whole time is, I was kind of poo-pooing the line a little bit because I found the Shockwave to be sort of boring. I was like, if Shockwave is reaping the benefits of having almost all his articulation also be transformation joints, then, like, if this is the best they got, I don't know. It's not, like, terrible. I was just, I was expecting more out of something. Uh, I think Shockwave is just kind of one of the most boring figures out of that line, because his Optimus is kicking ass. Like, he's just as articulated as Shockwave. I think all he's really lost is, like, flaps for the gaps on his forearms that his fists fold into, uh, but he's got all the other joints, and oh man, they look good. Uh, this guy poses really well. Um, the gun is nice. The effect part is better than the Siege ones, I think, uh... I love that it's in two pieces. I love that it has places to go. He's got a matrix chamber. There's two tones of paint in it, and you can stick an effect part into it. Uh, he's even got little pegs on his legs for the, the siege kabooms. And then, like, the pegs on his effect parts have holes in them to fit over those if you wanted to have a giant laser blast shooting out of his chin. So it doesn't really accomplish anything useful, but I like that it's there. Uh so, I'm, I'm way into this Optimus. Um, I, I, I have understood from feedback that Megatron and I guess now Hot Rod are the weakest two for a lot of people. Um, so, and, and one of them being one I, I'm still chasing, which is Megatron. But, uh, yeah, this Optimus has really been a satisfying thing to mess with while we've been talking tonight <laughs> so far. Uh, I like him a lot. Uh, I, I absolutely can see how it's a problem if a majority of the copies out there are having loose ball joints, but, uh, if you can tighten ball joints, friggin', this is a, this is a worthwhile Optimus Prime. The, the truck mode is just so pleasant to look at. Uh, 100% he's kind of small, but this, you know what? The whole Cyberverse line is like, we're, as, we, as I mentioned, we are picking scraps. We are taking what we can get. I don't have time or the options to care about the scale of the robot mode on this guy uh because i mean like what am i gonna do start also saying i think hammer bite's a little bit large or small i think wild wheel does not quite look uh in scale to everyone else like i don't we're taking what we can get with cyberverse come on uh anyway that's my only on topic what i got um so let's get into a couple news bits um Hey, they revealed an entire uh, Generation Select Super Ultra Omega Megatron. Uh, it's based off of uh, that Titan's Return Galvatron, and you can only really tell because of the legs. Um, he's got uh, a robot mode that can turn into sort of another robot mode. He's got like three or f- three different faces, which means he has technically three different robot modes, if you get really generous. Uh, he's got a tank mode and a jet mode, uh, and I- he's got comic books uh, online that are being translated as we speak, um, by fans, if, if not already done by the time you're hearing this, uh, I think this guy looks great. He's coming in at, uh, 6,600 yen. That's about 6,142 American dollars. Uh, first Canadian pre-order is at, I believe, 95 Canadian, which given the, uh, abysmal state of the Canadian dollar is pretty fine. It's over at A3U, I believe. Um, pre-orders are April 8th to May 7th, and he's releasing late September 2020, apparently. Um, I'm gonna say with release dates right now, especially on, on toys, there's there's a very big like supposed to appended to all of those. Yeah. Um but yeah, he's uh, he's a huge love letter to uh Battlestars. He he goes with Star Convoy. Um the uh like the that extra face that, you know, does look a bit last nightish is also a huge reference to uh to Darkstar or whatever. Like there's just, there's stuff going on with him and and the the way that they um I'm gonna say, just upgraded that 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 Galvatron. Like this looks really fun. I would like to get a hold of this myself. Uh, The colors are looking good, but obviously it's it's not a production copy yet. Um, anyway, uh, Super Megatron with additional prefixes. You know, as you flip his face around, Aaron, uh, this this sort of this sort of this this all dropped. Like it wasn't even like us taking a while to podcast. This also just dropped over like three days or something.
2: Yeah. Uh as soon as the pre order went up on Hasbro pulse, I hit the button. yeah, you're digging it yeah, um, I mean its again, it's one of those cases where, yeah, okay, that's Galvatron's legs, I guess uh. <laughs> something so what,
0: what else yeah what else is there of them? yeah there,
2: there there's there's so much that's different on this and i think it's interesting and, and it's not a bad price point for it and i'm just confused because i've seen hasbro pulse bill me twice and refund me twice but it still shows up as on order on my account so um,
0: like everyone's having trouble right now i'm just you know? i'm just scratching my head hoping that
2: doesn't mean i get three of them and then can return two of them and make a profit um why why would you hope not to yeah. return to and make cuz I'm not a horrible human being like some people on this podcast and
0: I think and I s- think it's time for you to I think questions. it's time for you to accept to accept <sighs> the uh, the joyousness of crime. Uh, <laughs> Look, I've been stuck inside so long that crime no longer thrills me. I think um, it's time for criminal Aaron to be born.
2: <laughs> but no, I I think it's this is definitely what a generation selects, you know, Hasbro Pulse exclusive style thing should be not a, you know, not something that somebody would be upset that is was not in a mainline release, you know the way oh that, yeah the way that all the seekers that aren't StarScream now seem to be Target exclusives, you know stuff like I mean, that. The,
0: also, when you, when you look at the lineage he's coming from now, the sort of brief but rapid fire lineage of like Star Convoy and then, you know, the Seacons and now this, it's yeah. like, it's, it's, it's everything I hoped Select would become. Like, yeah. better, better than BotCon exclusive BotCon exclusives with tons of new tooling that is done in like, Proper tooling yeah. machines. Yeah. Like, it's it's really exciting.
2: Look, look, they made their tools out of foam that one time because Uncle Brian's nephew's cousin had a, a good deal on a foam cutter. So, you know.
0: I'm just going to assume you're right.
2: Uh, <laughs> no, making a mold out of foam would be bad unless you were, like, forming other like whipped cream, maybe I don't
0: know. Well, no, what if it otherwise, if you were using, hold that if, if you're working with something like, hypothetically, let's say a sort of elastic-ish dental material, uh, I think a foam mold would probably work for that. I mean, you'd never no, do that, no, because that, that your...
2: elastic dental material, in order to make it to, let's call it a headband, uh, there's some heat in there and would melt the foam. And I don't know why you would that's do a, that.
0: It's a weird idea. Why yeah, did you saying hey, that's?
2: I know it's it's just, it's just what came in, to me.
0: You've been inside too long, Aaron. You need to. Need to open a window. Does the outside still exist? uh, Oh man, I can talk about that for a bit, but I won't. (laughs) I think I went on for that about that a little bit with Hoopla. We were we were having a little bit of a Toronto podcast last time as well, and uh, it's weird. It's weird to see photos of landmarks that I know are a twenty-minute walk away from me, but I also have not seen for a month and a half. Yeah, Uh, and it's hard to remember that they're in the same city. Um, But uh, yeah, this uh, this Super Megatron. I'm, I'm hype um, Aaron sounds like you're you're down mm-hmm. uh, TJ how are you feeling about Super Megatron I've already got it pre-ordered all right all right <laughs> I mean if I if I were able to pre-order on pulse without it you know murdering me on shipping I'd be three for three so let's just say we're three for three let's just say we're three for three <laughs> hypothetical um,
3: three for, three for three
0: yeah in spirit
3: uh yeah like I've I've been a fan of the Super Megatron design for a long time mm-hmm. Um. I acknowledge that this is not super close to how that looked, because they are working with a pre-existing
0: mold. Absolutely, absolutely.
3: Yeah, and uh, uh, they 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 kind of flubbed the tank mode a little bit, I think, because
0: like give, yeah, given what they're working with, I'm amazed they did a tank mode. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think it looks really good considering everything else this figure's doing. I was like, holy crap. Okay, you're putting it in there. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> well, it's weird to me because, like,
3: you look at the original designs for Super and Ultra Megatron, and the design sheet doesn't have a tank mode at all. He's got, yeah. like, this weird, like, gun mode, gun jet mode thing, and then he's got, like, a flying artillery mode. Mm-hmm. So it, it's what they had, it's what they could work with. And you know what?
0: He still looks really, really cool. Like, I still absolutely love the look of this figure. I, I've seen... I also want to say, I've seen such worse tank modes on toys that were legit designed from the ground up to have a tank mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is true, like, too. <laughs> like, I, I was just looking at the tank mode again. I forgot about the triple-barrel turret. I'm like, this tank mode is great! Like, <laughs> I mean, it's a space tank, yes, but I mean, it looks like a space tank. I'm down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh... uh.
3: I'm still not sure why they gave him like
0: I don't know the Beast Machine's face. It's it's that's, supposed to be what's it? The big floating nebula thing? Oh, that like that was technically his next upgrade form when he just became the nebula in the manga. Uh, it's it's Star Giant.
3: That's what yeah. Like, Star Giant. It. Star Giant's his final form. Yeah,
0: the the face design is is sort of evocative of Star Giant, uh, and in the comic book, like the the thing opens and he just has a, a nozzle that shoots lasers instead of a mouth. Um, so they they tried to go for all three Battle Stars forms, getting representation in here in some way, and that, that's also why I really appreciate this thing. <laughs> I, I appreciate, should- yeah, I appreciate the absurdity of how much they went for. I just noticed that he has a different chest plate in his two robot modes. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that till just now. I like this even more. I really was just thinking it was like you know, peel open my cannon to be a tank turret and flip my face around and put my wings out. I was like, that's fine. I'll accept that. Uh, there's a lot, yeah, a lot going on. I really dig it. And, and I agree with you. It's like, no, it's not a perfect super Megatron, but this is one of those times I don't like using this argument much. So this is one of the few times I'll say, are we really going to start? Not to any of you, obviously, uh, Aaron or TJ, but like, are we- dear listener, we're really going to start chewing on straws and splitting hairs. <laughs> I mean, about how Super Megatron, the literal only Super Megatron toy, is. <laughs> we have, like, we do have to acknowledge
3: that even in Japan, Battle Stars is really obscure. Yeah. Like,
0: yes. <laughs> Because uh, I've seen it get a little bit serious at times, and I, and I never said it, but I was sitting there thinking, like, "Oh, does it? Is this the place where we're going to start getting persnickety. <laughs> there, there is you know, the-
2: somebody has a hill that they're ready to die on for this.
0: Absolutely, but this is one of the toys that I think most people had just for the last two decades come to accept what just not happened for plenty of I, reasons. When I when <laughs> I
3: was double checking, I double checked TF Wiki, and one of the jokes on the photo was this
0: is the design I'll never get a toy. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not saying you gotta like it. I'm just like, if you don't like it, that's cool. It's just sometimes if we're gonna get if we're gonna go on at length about what it does wrong, I'm like like this is this is really the battle we want to pick? Because they... <laughs> also, if you want to, if if you want me to start splitting hairs, this is technically Generation Selects, where like you know it's more of an interpretation of a Battle Stars design. If you look mm-hmm. at Star Convoy, blah blah blah. blah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I, man. There's a lot, there's a lot of cool stuff on this guy. I'm gonna try to get this dude when he comes out. I don't know if I'm gonna pre order him because I'm trying to generally avoid doing as many pre orders now. But, uh, and granted, as, as I said, as a Canadian, it's real easy to not pre-order stuff on Pulse. Um, but, uh, especially seeing that the chest is doing something different. Yeah, I want to, I want to mess with this dude. I, like, I still don't even necessarily feel like I need that Star Convoy, but the, this is just doing so much. I'm, it's uh, weird
3: I'm kind of with you there. Where, like, yeah. I don't, I don't feel a need for for Star Convoy for
0: whatever reason, but...
3: I hit Super Megatron as soon as I saw it.
0: Yeah, I think it's because, I mean, this is sort of a stretch, but I mean, Star Convoy did have a toy. Even way back in the day, he, he got a toy. So there's something about the, like, this was never meant to be, yeah. and now it is, Yeah, the, like, the, like, is really, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: I did see a reason, like, I got the G2 Stonicons and the G, you know, all those uh, in the Combiner Wars, because these were the designs that were never to be. Like I was, yeah. I was supposed to have toys of these iteration, this iteration of these characters.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's an interesting like draw, like especially for me who like like I just don't, I don't usually get lots out of nostalgia nowadays, but like there is something about just like this this abandoned, not even abandoned, I guess, just you know, yeah, the design that was never meant to or never to be uh, existing now. Like, yeah, it's. It's exciting to me. and I mean, Star Convoy is based on a toy I really like. I I wouldn't mind getting a hold of them someday. The Seacons, I want to get those sometime. It's just they're a real easy thing to back away from right now, especially not having access to Pulse with reasonable shipping. Yeah, Uh,
2: even with access to Pulse and reasonable shipping, like (laughs) I've seen a lot of people excited for it, and I'm happy for them. And I think think I'm good not having
0: Seacons. Yeah. Like, like they 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 look great. I'm I'm impressed with the retooling and I love combiners. So like for me like I have this combiner draw as well. So they're they're more on my radar than than probably I mean on a very granular level. But yeah, like they're so easy to back away from. Yeah. Like I
3: it, for me it's like a combination of I'm just kind of tired of the combiner like style that we've agreed to in generations. Also that is a big price to take for a set that I'm only mildly attached to mm-hmm. because I Yeah. Okay, I I did have uh I did have snap trap as a kid, but like that's not enough to get me to go like all in on a set that I'm going to have to wait like 5 months to get the whole thing.
0: Yeah, and and, and for me it's also like they are absolutely me trying to, uh, to erase FOMO from my mindset. Like, fear of missing out has led to me making so many bad decisions. Uh, not bad, like, you know, nice, nice stuff. And in the long run, it, it evens out, but like so many decisions that become stressful for something that's a leisure item. Uh, and, and I, I'm trying to teach myself that like I can get everything eventually. And especially them, it's like, they're coming out in on Pulse. They're getting restocked on Pulse. They're gonna come out with Takara Tomy Mall releases as well. If like even if it's like not this year, I'll be able to get a hold of them, and I probably will sometime. And so I, I just don't want to be part of the rush because uh, uh, I, I do think they look very nice. Uh, I'm I'm impressed with how they did the one who will become Skyla, but. Uh, yeah, Super Megatron is hitting those notes way harder. And, I mean, admittedly, yeah. Also, he's one toy. So <laughs> it's it's a lot easier to process that than tracking down another whole combiner. Um, but, uh, yeah, he'll be out in September. Uh orders are, you know, all over the place right now. If you're uh, up for doing that, check it out if you haven't. Another thing that just got announced, I think, today. Uh, movie piece master is how I process that. That's wrong. But, uh, <laughs> MPM 10 Starscream, uh, movie masterpiece hitting up another 07 design, uh, doing the big screamer. Um, he's going to be about 11 inches tall, uh. 50 points of articulation. They put out an awesome little stop motion video. It's about a minute long. I super recommend checking it out. Uh, it gave me vibes of the old 2007 movie ARG that was running before it came out with uh, Daniel Ross's, uh, Starscream yelling at people in hidden audio clips. Um, but uh somebody knows about this toy, they are really highlighting the articulation. They're really highlighting the arm articulation. This toy is well aware that arm articulation is often where movie star scream toys suffer, even the best ones. Or at least arm articulation, but then at the cost of having something that looks like a hand. Uh this guy has hands and humanoid biped arm articulation. He has butterfly joints. He has... Someone mentioned to me on Twitter he's got those two pot, rocket pods on his back that most Starscreams tend to leave out. Mm-hmm. Uh, articulated mouth. Um, he's, uh, he's a lo- he's a Decepticon movie masterpiece. So far, those have been hitting it uh, pretty decently. Um... I'm I'm excited about this figure. I also like movie ma- like movie Starscream. I like that design, uh, for various reasons. So I'm I'm I am excited this is happening, uh, because this means that as far as official movie masterpieces for the O seven Decepticons, like that's that's ticking a big box again. Uh, this is one of the ones that this is one of the the Rubicons we had to cross on our long journey to MPM blackout, <laughs> um. So I'm uh, I'm excited about this. Uh, he's out, you know. Again, apparently in September 2020, gonna run for. Uh, ah, I clicked the link that didn't have the price. He had a price. It was like 150 bucks, I think. I'm just assuming he's similar to to Megatron.
3: Yeah, approximate retail uh, 149.99. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna. I mean, I caught Megatron on a sale, and that felt really good when I caught him on a sale. I like that figure in the end. Um, so I'm gonna try to do the same for this, probably. Uh, but uh, that aside, like I I'm I'm excited about this. This is a movie design that is almost the iconic, you know, movie design people don't like. So, uh, no matter how good the figure is, at the end of the day, he's also still, you know, upside-down triangle birdman. So, bouncing off that, TJ, uh, how are you feeling about this movie masterpiece? I am impressed. Uh,
3: I do... I I am, like i'm very stunned that they got this much articulation into that vehicle, into that uh into that robot mode uh i love how much like they're showing off our arm articulation what got me was how much articulation he had in his torso between oh yeah all yeah. of his wings flexing up and down back and forth his entire like uh like pectoral shoulder assembly flexing yeah. back and forth he can get those like really monstrous bending poses that he was doing in the
0: movie. Yeah. That that he, is seriously yeah. impressive. It it reminds me of of what was the big quality of the incredibly large, expensive 3A movie Starscream, like the one that was a dedicated action figure and like realizing how that body moved, I was like, it's so cool to finally see how this guy is supposed to articulate, because it runs so against the notion of that torso turning into parts of a jet. And yeah, it's like that's that's the that lateral like, I call it a butterfly motion, but it is, like, also just chunks of his entire torso moving. That is yeah. so cool to see. Mm. Uh, I, I just like that he has also, like, normal hands. Because, man, how many of these movie star screams have lost normal hands somewhere along the way? Because <laughs> uh, he, he even has his two thumbs. Like, it, I don't know. It's exciting to me. Um, but, uh, TJ... Uh, do you feel like you there's a there's a a version of you that would eventually track this down or are you still thinking this is like this is spectator stuff?
3: Um TJ in 2007-2008 would track this down. Uh, mm. TJ in 2020 is exhausted of movie designs to the point where I am happy having the 07 cast in a studio series format. And I don't yeah. think I need anything beyond that like as it is i I kind of accidentally realized that all the ones I was gravitating to are from the original movie cast mm-hmm. and like I'm like ratchet short of having the entire like all the robots from that movie
0: I uh, think part of it is that the the o seven line was the most uh um what's what I'm looking for it, it was it was the most compromised of the movie lines. Yeah. Uh, cause it, it was the movie line that was before they f- kind of figured out how to do movie lines. So it was, it was very much like an Oh six transformers line with weird robot modes more so than a movie line. Um, cause that, that's kind of the draw for yeah. me with the Oh seven Decepticons in studio series is like some of these guys never got good toys. So yeah,
3: I mean, it's not only that. Yeah. The original toys were very compromised, but it was also just a really exciting time to be a transformer fan. Cause oh, yeah, like here's sure. this mainstream acknowledgement of this thing that you've been, you've had a passion for for so long and it was all completely new, like completely new aesthetics, completely new, uh, personas to the characters. It was very different. No, mm-hmm. um, that, that, that gives thinking back to that. I do have fond memories of just like, yeah, this was actually a really cool time to be into this.
0: Oh, yeah. I'll also always acknowledge, for all the fandom I have for the 07 Decepticons, like, yes, I also have trash-talked the 07 movie a ton while talking up specifically the fourth one. Uh And I still stand by that. Like, I like movie Starscream. Nothing he's done in any of the three movies he's in is why I like him. <laughs> Uh, he has no character moments I could ever call out as being the, the reasons why I like him I just like his design and I like the idea of the character he could have been uh, if if you know even the remotest bit of synergy took place between people writing comics and people writing movie scripts but you know in my mind in the version of the movie that, that never happened but that is in my brain that's where I really like the 07 uh, movie Decepticons as designs I still love them as an ensemble uh they are literal robot monsters uh that also turn into earth vehicles and that's really cool. It's why I like the Constructicons as well. Uh it's that they are earth vehicles that turn into these monster things. Um and I'm just going to lump Megatron in there, whatever. Don't don't at me. Uh <laughs> Uh Aaron, how are you feeling about MPM 10? Um a lot of what you guys have already said, I was sitting here
2: thinking, imagine if this came out when the movie came out. God how, how, i potentially yeah. how differently even people would look at that Starscream.
0: I've been thinking about that with Studio Series 2. Like remember in 07? Yeah. How many of us were like, well that's just impossible. You yeah. can't make a toy of that so we should be right. happy with what we got.
2: Right. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, I mean, because I think a lot of the things where we weren't terribly fond of like a toy or a, a character was maybe because the toy just wasn't there
0: like think how many and, how and many so there tries was, like, it
2: took a connection back to it and so like yeah you know, yeah studio series imagine if the studio series toys had come out with a movie imagine if like then it was like oh yeah and by the way here we've got this uh the star scream that has like mid pectoral like flexes significant like is there another
0: transformer that we've gotten that motion with uh, the only one where I'd even begin to say, off the top of my head, that we have something like that is Studio Series Leader Scavenger. He's also made of two wheels. Yeah. So but it's but that but that's I don't not, think even Scav no Scavenger doesn't have that articulation it's, to him. He not really. he has like something similar to it in that double um action waist joint kind, <sighs> kind of. Ca-
2: kind of that you can make work versus yeah. joints that are specifically there
0: yeah for, I, i'm, for just, I'm saying it because it popped into my mind i'm not saying it to be like i gotcha because yeah obviously it's a very different thing <laughs> yeah but it's, it's just uh, one of those
2: things it's like sitting there it's like okay watching it go watching it go watching it go uh
0: okay Yeah. Uh, it, it- okay <laughs> It was it was the one two punch of that, and then also oh he just opened his fist he's f- he's fiddling his fingers yeah and they close into a fist again <laughs> yeah well but it was uh, for me it was also like okay
2: the the back did its whole like all of the extra stuff on the back that doesn't doesn't look like it needs to yeah more so than just everything else. You know, I, look, I I look can't remember I I cannot recall if in the movie he did the little like wing wiggle
0: thing that this one can do. Rem- he he I mean he he kind of did in moving around, but in the movies he was in, it was particularly hard to notice. Yeah, is what I'll say.
2: But it's it's uh, definitely a case where they they've taken that knob and and put it at at eleven.
0: Also, look at the jet mode too. Yeah. Like that that robot is in that jet and also look at how much of the jet mode is not on the robot. Like it's just it's accordion folded together in those wings on his backpack. Yeah. Like it's amazing. Obviously the jet mode, I'll say it, obviously the jet mode has undercarriage. Obviously they are taking a lot of top shots and you can see the undercarriage peeking out all over the place. It'll be there we we haven't yet hit the part where the jets that are transformers are utterly clean all the time yeah. but like That's... look at what it's doing though like it's so yeah. really cool uh it looks like the little um auto cannon thing the little Vulcan is like uh actually folding out of his his right wrist as well like given that obviously the saw blade and the missile launcher are add on parts um it looks like you might have that little wrist uh, cannon built that in that
2: I'm not sure about I think that was.
0: Creative. Uh, oh, creative not the video, not editing. The, the video was yeah. was showing them both as being built in, and it's like ob, ob not. But I'll, I'll look at the shot that will tell me. Uh, oh, okay, it's it's on the it's underneath the nose cone. I yeah. see it. Okay, never mind. It's because it has a little. Op- it looks like there's a little door that yeah, opens. It, for it, it to looks hook like in. the
2: forearm splits apart, and that like comes out. Yeah, for sure.
0: But yeah, no, but, it yeah, sits it's, underneath it's the nose also cone
2: g- in that one photo.
0: Yeah, the the accessories on the jet photos I appreciate as like just saying it. Yeah. <laughs> also, I like the idea of Starscream in jet mode just flying around with a saw blade and a missile rack yeah. showing out under his, his wings. Like, sure. Uh, like the F four. The
2: F four Phantom shows all problems can be solved with more thrust.
0: Yes. Even if you hook a, saw, can you imagine though an F like one of these with a saw blade hooked onto it? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's going to be piloted so well that we're just going to... The saw blade's going to get some work done. It's like, alright. <laughs> uh, also, looking at this figure and this whole conversation is also making me think of just, like, specifically Starscream. The journey this design went through. The near decade it took to get to one that was, like, any good while looking like the movie. Uh... Because we had in 07, we had the the one that was just literally, no, he has rocket launcher arms, and he has rocket launcher arms under his wings in jet mode. He is a large rocket launcher armed ape. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had Revenge of the Fallen, where it's like friggin' interlinked mechanisms going on, but he's also enormously wide. It was like Dark of the Moon Deluxe, where they finally kinda hit it. And then, like, that leader one was, like... I'll always say the leader one was I, right, but the deluxe is better. That's why the deluxe is the one I feel like they they based studio series on. I don't know. This journey on Starscream is it's it's similar to the one Ironhide went through. Uh, like you just you eventually take for granted that they're not gonna like like that conversation we had about Super Megatron. At one point you're like, "There's just not going to be a good movie Starscream," and then we get closer and closer. Uh, I'm excited about this. I'll, we'll see what it what it looks like in September when ostensibly it comes out, but. Uh, yeah, this got this was a great way to wake up today. <laughs> uh and that video was excellent too. So please check that out if you have not. Uh it's it's fun to watch. Uh That'll bring us to a couple of listener questions that I want to hit. We've got one here from Blast Pack. It says, Hello to the three of us. Happy New Year. Uh been a listener for the last few years. Haven't been motivated to send in a question till now. Uh, Blast Pack says, I live in a bushfire-affected part of Australia. We've been lucky, but we did have uh, to leave in November for a day. I knew I couldn't bring my collection of Transformers because it would be impractical, but I decided I would bring the small collection of customs I've made over the last few years, realizing they meant more to me than my regular Transformers collection. If you only had a few hours to evacuate because of an emergency what three transformers would you bring with you you don't have to give an answer to why uh, thanks again for hours of entertainment and I'm looking forward to hours more so uh, I'll I'll open up because uh, I think I can just say three off the top of my head uh, Omega Supreme the original uh, ocular max Azalea the uh, the Alex Kubalski uh, g1 RC and uh, I'm gonna cheat. All my new age Datsuns, I will just stick them all in my pocket because that will take the same amount of time as grabbing a normal size toy. Um, that's just a combination of nostalgia and real satisfying hand feel, uh, off the top of my head. Uh, also, it helps that most of my mainline transformers are like organized in storage bins, whereas these are toys I know I could literally grab right now, uh, without, with, with ease. Um, Aaron, how about you? If you were just grabbing three transformers, you don't have to say why. But.
2: Oh, see, I I just uh, was, was talking before we started the show how uh, since I'm doing work from home now, I'd like cleaned up my desk in order to get a different desk, so they're all in bins. I just grab the bins that are on the back porch, and that'd be a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, but if we're saying it can only be three, um, it'd probably be. Uh, the child, some childhood stuff, uh, like childhood Copytron, um, the power master Optimus Prime and, um, trying to think of what the third one out of that would be, but it'd be due to, to childhood stuff. Most likely.
0: That's where I'm also in this, in this hypothetical, I'm really almost relieved that my childhood stuff is like back out West. Like I don't even have to think about it. Yeah um but even then i think childhood wise really it's just omega supreme is the only one that ended up really being that tight to me because a lot of my other ones are are so beat up it's the idea of them i'm attached to more than the physical toys yeah like the Stunicons are like yeah because like all, they're important all, to all me, those like. childhood
2: ones are inside of a bin inside of a, and i think inside of a couple of shoe boxes inside of the bin even um yeah because they're not they're not fit for display kind of sadly <laughs>
0: I decided mine are, uh, but that's just I have. There's it's it's one cabinet um, in my mom's uh, dining room that is just all my G1 toys. Uh, put it together a couple of years ago, and it's they're all kind of jank. They're all a little bit messy, but it's like this was what started it. It's all uh-huh. right here.
2: <laughs> she just walks uh, past that display with you on the other coast, going, ah, so many things you could have done differently.
0: I mean it was i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say this, but i'm gonna say it. it it was also the display was her idea, and the reason I haven't i got into transformers is because she wanted to know what they were mm-hmm. like, so it's, it's kind of specifically her fault uh <laughs> that mm-hmm. any of this happened um t j what about you if you're just grabbing three transformers um what would they be uh I'm kind of in the same boat where
3: um, uh, some of it would be nostalgia, but I think, I I think my knee-jerk reaction would be, like, the most practical that I'm attached to. Yeah. And, like, things that would be, either I didn't want to lose that specific one, or, uh, I think it's, uh, too difficult to go back and get again someday. Which, I think that boils down to, like, my Cybertron <sighs> Optimus uh mm-hmm. the G1 Star Saber and probably probably G1 Ramjet cuz like that yeah. like that was that was the childhood toy I first started taking care of cuz that was my grandmother getting that from a yard sale and it still had like I distinctly remember it still having like all the of its parts in its own little baggie and like wow they actually took care of their things I should start taking care of my things so that's never left my shelves
0: oh uh. Yeah, and it's also, like, it's the that's the perfect um, nostalgia toy. Like a G1, you know, Conehead Seeker. It's just the right size. It's just the right kind of package of, like, this is an intense little pocket of, of why I love this. Um, I was going to say, if you didn't say your Star Saber, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> Who are you? What have you done with DJ? <laughs> also, Galaxy Convoy is, I think, actually... You know a good answer because he's also a lot of toy that is usually in one piece, no matter w- what shape he's in on yeah. your shelf or in a box. Yeah. Uh, and also, I can tell you from experience: yes, it is frigging hard to get a Galaxy Convoy now. So <laughs> it's, it's a lot of work, even if you're going for the the, the redeco. Um, so I hope that answered your question, uh, Blast Pack, and I hope you're doing okay. Um, boy, did. did a decade's worth of stuff happened in the first two months of 2020. I, I hope all our friends over in Australia are doing all right. Uh, March has
2: been the longest decade yet.
0: Yeah. Was, was, was what I, <laughs>
2: what I is what I was saying all through March. Uh,
0: I, 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 and many would agree. Um, and, uh, and time dilation, boy, it's just crazy. Like I said, uh, I, April 1st was like Monday, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it something just last like that. Yeah. Um, what day is it? 13th? Pfft, that's fake. That's almost someone made that up. Uh so hope that answered your question, Blast Pack, and I hope you're doing well. We got one more listener question here from Spine98. It says, Greetings, podcast crew. Earlier today, my friend sent me a headline that said the Transformers Armada is now as old as the G1 cartoon was when Armada first aired. Uh that got me wondering if Hasbro might try to revisit Unicron trilogy once the war for Cybertron trilogy ends. I know fans of that era have been asking for Hasbro to revisit that era and characters for some time, and really, how many times can Hasbro relaunch a toilet? with the same batch of characters. Any thoughts? I'm looking forward to your response. I just want to say, my immediate response with utter realism is how many times can they relaunch it? Let me tell you how many times they can <laughs> relaunch it. Because I, I think that uh, as long as, like, as I, I don't see it not being evergreen slash G1. Any like I don't see that ending anytime soon until there is a major shakeup. Uh, not to say that's what I want. I just don't see where Armada slips in like Armada slips in, in places like rescue bot Academy. Mm -hmm. Um, the, I think the thing we need to push for is to see that formative media that was there post movie. And that was the longest running transformers series rescue bots. We need to see that get pushed into generations. That I think will be the venue for stuff like Armada. Um, Armada, like, deserves more. It's it's incredible that it, the generation's plural name only applied to Armada exactly once. Yeah. Uh, and it was also, like, unfortunately a pretty weak-ass toy. Like, it was, for the time and still now, it's it's like, how did that toy get so confused with what it was trying to do? Um, that hotshot. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I certainly hope that when this trilogy ends, uh... I don't want it to not be G1 full stop. And I just want them to stop all this G1. I'm just like, I want it to, to feel, um, this is sort of being harsh. I don't think it's on autopilot. I just don't know how else to put it. I want, I want it to not feel like we're, we're ticking boxes so much. Um, cause it, it's, it's frustrating to me how it's become tiresome for people when it is, technically for decades, what we thought was what we always wanted and was impossible. And now it's become possible and people are getting bored of it. And I'm like, I wish that the sense of wonder had not been so diminished so fast. And, and I hope there's a way to, that's what I want is I want the sense of wonder to come back. And if that comes with uh, Armada in Unicron Trilogy, so be it. I just want the sense of wonder for more people to be there. Cause I, I sometimes feel guilty that I still get so much out a Transformers because I just get a lot out of them existing and being fun to mess with still uh but yeah that's that's me I don't know (laughs) it's a weird question to answer now because it's like think about even when we started the podcast like there's so much now that not only do we have but like not only do we even take for granted but now we're kind of like we're still doing G1 can you imagine like back in the aughts saying we're still doing G1 yeah Uh. yeah well, I mean, the thing is, it's... It's
2: past, like... I'm trying to think of how to say it's like G1, but it's not. Yeah, it's it's, it's... it's inspired heavily by G1, but it's not like... It's not like they're doing the cyber power cube or whatever. The G2 cartoon wink that was totally different wasn't, you know. It, it's It's the evergreen interpretation thereof
0: yeah it's like we're we're in a mixture of evergreen it's kind of weird to say cuz i think it's this this is how it is it's this mixture it's all it's all um older fan oriented for sure it's mm-hmm. very g1 But it's like, even within Lions, there are some figures that are way more evergreen than articulated G1, and in the same Lion, there are figures that are just articulated G1 more so than they're evergreen, and it creates this really weird design disparity... in the most granular sense when it's all still G1 throwback but it's like some of them feel more like now that we have all these flavors some of them feel more generations than mm-hmm. War for Cybertron trilogy some of like you know some of even in siege it's like um you look at Ironhide well that's that's kind of more of a, a generations take on Ironhide and then you look at Springer and it's like well that's more of a G1 with joints uh version of Springer and it's like man <laughs> uh in all of those descriptions, the wonder, like, going back to that, is, has kind of, uh, fizzled. I don't know. And it doesn't mean they should stop. The fatigue part of it is inherently, I mean, even when I do it, it's inherently a very selfish critique because it means I, me, myself, am tired of this. And sometimes that leads to the statement, so they should stop. And I'm like, well, that's, that's, uh, unreasonable. And most people, I'm sure, know that. But like, It makes the discussion just end, too, where it's like, well, I'm tired of this. And it's like, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's all go play a tabletop game or something, I guess. Like, yeah. Um, The the shared sense of wonder, um, I actually don't know really how we ever get it back. Because we've been given... Transformers fans have been given everything they ever wanted. Yeah. And then when that became normal and they wanted something else, they got given it, too. So it's like... (laughs) We got a lot of
2: Beast Wars characters again a while back.
0: And now, now uh, we have Beast Wars Masterpiece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're also usually pretty good mm-hmm. Masterpiece toys. Like, uh, So, yeah, it's, it's such a weird topic to broach because there's no objective version of it. It's all kind of based on whether or not you yourself have gotten bored of it. And then in, in many cases, I kind of go back to what Seth always said, if you get that bored of it, then just step away from it for a year or two. Because then when you come back, you'll have missed all this... It will continue to have exponentially iterated on itself. Suddenly, there's a Titan-sized Scorponok with ankle tilts and a Deluxe Headmaster head with another Headmaster. And it's like, oh, well, well, what about Fast Track? Oh, he's a Deluxe that's coming out on his own. And apparently turns into a Trident. Oh! Like... (laughs) Yeah. The Wonder, I think, will always be able to come back, to some degree. Mm -hmm. That's a... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good or good good
3: it's a tricky thing when you're dealing with nostalgia yeah because there is a ma- there is a mass market version of nostalgia that has this little butter zone of what you can market because mm-hmm. we're getting into a lot of 90s stuff if you look at the toys now i looked at the board games and it's like they made like there's board games now for like blockbuster video because yeah. like that's and trapper keeper that's '90s nostalgia stuff, just you know, starting to hit now.
0: I I almost bought that blockbuster game at uh, at Pax Unplugged because they had a booth, and it was like that's what Blockbuster—the brand is—is is it's that game and that one Blockbuster store.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's tricky because G one is still that nostalgia market, and no matter what, there's going to be a market for that, and it's it is a tricky thing. Because that's, you know, it's Hasbro trying to figure out how to get things sold when most kids would rather play video games these days. Mm -hmm. Or play on their cell phones. Or, like, they have so many other things that, you know, to compete with toys nowadays. They have to bank on the reliable nostalgia market, so we're getting a lot of G1. Like, the thing with the Unicron Trilogy is it hasn't quite hit that at this point, if you remember where we were with, like, Armada, it was G1 nostalgia was just enough to bank on with a few repaints here and there.
0: Yeah, it was that, and we, we paid Peter Cullen to read the advertisement for Armada. Yeah. And isn't that a talking point?
2: Yeah. yeah. Didn't pay him to do Armada, just read the adverts.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, honestly, I feel like if we're do anything, I think we're doing a Beast Wars because that's that's your that's your bulk of like fan popular characters right now that are starting to hit that like marketable nostalgia point.
0: Oh yeah, and, and I mean it certainly is telling that one of the script specs they're working on is a Beast Wars script for for you know the movie side of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like whether or not it even happens, like the fact that that is one of the two ideas that went to someone typing stuff out is like okay, that's sort of telling it because the the thing with Transformers nostalgia that that this also reminds me is like. Like, mathematically, yes, Armada should be G1 now. But, like, even when kids were, were, were growing up on the Unicron trilogy, if they really got into Transformers, when you really get into Transformers, the first thing you hear is, oh, it all came from this G1. And then, and then yeah. we move into this era where a lot of cartoons are, you know, like Cyberverse is based on a lot of evergreen designs, which are very G1. And so G1 does not follow the math because it was only nostalgic for one generation, but then the notion of it permeated so hard and it was always a design throw. Like it's, it's, it's kind of what is so great about transformers as a franchise, uh, and in a, an iterative franchise is that G one never really went away without like it never went away, but it also was not a ball and chain, uh It was always readily discarded while taking keynotes, working those into fresh designs, so that you really got into just this cool cartoon, and oh, the reason Optimus has little earlets and a faceplate is because the old one did. And I don't know, there's, there's a lot of, like, Transformers has always been a great example, in my opinion, of, like, how you use nostalgia without succumbing to nostalgia, the way the G.I. Joe always ends up succumbing, or Masters of the Universe always ends up succumbing. Um... Because Transformers will will readily discard stuff, but not actually discard it. They just take all the loud parts, put them in a box, Mm -hmm. and they leave the flavor (laughs) everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know? Whereas whereas G.I. Joe is like, How do we get Cobra Commander to screech and have a faceplate, but also how do we get a blonde Caucasian man with a crew cut to be the main character or a ninja? And it's like it's always like these really thin channels G.I. Joe is, is, is wandering through. Uh yeah, no. It, it's it's still one of my favorite topics to ramble about. <laughs> but uh it's also because so much of the fandom is made up of people who came on on all these entry points that were absolutely not G1. The Unicron Trilogy, Prime animated, uh the, the live action movies, of all of those or IDW comics, of all of those animated is the closest one to to having like straight up G1 stuff because the folks working on it, Derek White especially, really like G1 and they worked a lot of it in there. But again, in a smart, smooth way that didn't hamstring the actual show, it was still Transformers Animated, which loves G1. It wasn't G1 in the guise of Animated, you know? Uh But it means that Transformers fandom is just so full of people who have heard of G1 and often don't even really feel like going to check it out. Because you know what doesn't hold up super well? A lot of G1 cartoon episodes. So, Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm going to start rambling, so I'm going to cut myself off. Anything else you guys, any other random thoughts that might have popped in your guys' heads?
2: Not really. Um, just, yeah, that we're closer to, uh, uh
0: makes me, it oh, makes mean, me,
2: makes me need a walker some more.
0: Yeah, time also has passed. Uh, we've been doing this podcast for over a decade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I had to, so I, I
2: have a, a,
0: newer employee
2: at work that started just before like everything hit the fan and uh he i i'm 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 working to break him of constantly saying sir like when i'll talk to oh, him on the phone no. or even in Skype he's like oh hello <laughs> sir how are you doing today sir i'm like uh hold on you're not in customer sir like you're not i'm not a sir don't don't do that oh sorry sir it's just the way that my mom raised me i'm like okay that's cool that's that's great, and I I, I appreciate this comes from place of respect, but you can knock it off right now. Just don't. Just, just I'm I'm Aaron, maybe boss man if you want to like play it up some, but not not with a sir. You don't have to do that. Oh, I'll try,
0: sir. And I was like, oh, okay, now now I now you're getting it. Now this is a fight. Now we're now we're now we're enemies. <laughs> I will ruin you. <laughs> Yeah, I guess who's gonna be filling out a report here on you Hero soon? That's the don't call me senpai of yeah. uh, of twenty twenty. Uh all right, well then let's uh let's let's let's, let's thank you, Spine98, for the great question. Let's uh let's bump into a little bit off topic what else we got this week. Um I'll just I'll just uh ask you, Aaron, since I'm already talking to you, anything off topic that really pops into your mind that was uh a positive thing you got.
2: Uh, so okay, so I've actually gotten a few uh, different things. Uh, toyetically, I got the um, the what is it? Jetman uh, Super Mini Plaw. Oh, I want that! Oh man, I'm jealous. Okay. Um, aside from like, it's kind of a bummer because like uh, a lot of like like some of these, you kind of do the same build twice. Yeah. So the the legs and the arms are pretty much the same build. Um they have different like heads and slightly different wings and then um jet falcon is its own thing. But no, I I'd been kind of him and Han for a little bit and then I ended up getting uh I I got a uh a uh rebate card uh for for getting contacts which I hate, I hate the idea of sending me a (laughs) gift card that has like a three-month ticking clock on it, uh, rather than just sending a check.
0: Oh, Um, don't don't get me. I mean, this is sort of sort of the same, but very different, but sort of the same. You know what I really hate eBay bucks. Yeah. You know it's just. I mean, yeah, great, great to get savings. You know what I hate when you get a, a ticker showing up at the top of eBay. Hey. You have seven days left to use your $1.79 of eBay bucks. And I'm like, okay, you've just opened a whole can of worms where now I'm on a ticker. I feel like I'm going to screw up if I don't use it. And it's a $1.79. It's going to make me buy something I don't need. Yeah. So I use your your phantom $1.79. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, for... <laughs> so what I did last time, and I did it again this time too, was I just went straight to Amazon. And I bought yeah. a fifty dollar Amazon gift card, and then immediately refunded it because I know I'm going to end up buying something on Amazon. Yeah. And then it was like, as I was doing that, I was kind of just plunking through things. I'm like, okay, well, let's see if they got any mini. Holy crap, they have that! Oh, it's like fifty four dollars and twelve cents. It's four dollars and twelve cents. <laughs> <laughs> and so then bought it and built it, and it it was a fun uh, fun. I mean, even the things that are repeating were still fun builds. It, the way that it it does its moves is pretty is pretty cool. Um, I
0: was also gonna say you've you've built like giant Lego sets, yeah. So you surely are used to doing uh, you know the same large process a few times in a yeah. row. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like Saturn
2: V rocket is you did the thing. Now do it five more times. You paid for this. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that was that was uh, a good build and isn't there uh doesn't this team have uh, yeah. another like a griffin headed
0: thing? Yeah, Jet Garuda. Um, okay. That is that is readily available most of the time on Mandarake. I don't know if Jet Garuda got any kind of domestic release. Okay. Well, I mean this was all the same
2: uh like it was all Japanese boxed and instructions and everything. This, okay it, the, 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 there was no like blue fin sticker on it so
0: oh okay okay yeah i I was also i literally i don't know if jetman's stuff came out over here uh so i'm gonna guess no but i've seen both on mandarake a whole lot <laughs> mm-hmm. but it was it was
2: definitely a thing that was like okay i feel good
0: um yeah but uh, yeah. that that actually uh, I'll I'll wait a sec. But Aaron, anything else on your end?
2: Um so I got a new keyboard as well. Woo! I I got a Corsair K55. So it's it's oh! not a it's not a like the high end, I can change out the switches one um but it's definitely further along the the chain than the old crappy keyboard that I had that was really it was the the first like week or so of work from home it was like really showing its uh its
0: age how poorly it it keyboarded yeah this this Logitech G15 I've had for nearly a decade for nearly half a decade it's been living under my desk for a long time I have an unopened Corsair K70 Lux that I meant to replace this keyboard with mm-hmm. but because the keyboard hasn't broken yet I still haven't Okay. Okay, I can
2: I, I have a thing you can do to do, to do this. Take that old keyboard and break it. <laughs> you you've got like a heavy front door, right? I do. Take take hold one side of the keyboard, okay? Oh boy. Oh make boy. make sure that you've got a good grip on it. Open your door all the way up. Take the old keyboard, hold it against the door frame. Tell it it's been good.
0: You'll always oh, remember no, it. Oh, my God. And then oh, slam God. it really hard. Oh, my God. You want me to, to <laughs> and anthropomorphize my keyboard and and so I can yes. old yeller it? Yes. God, Jesus
1: <laughs> Look, that is amongst
2: other things, the redneck review that I've also had going on across the street has, has led me to some, some interesting life places. It
0: is possibly
2: the darkest tech advice I have ever received. Or what you can do is you can just pull out the other keyboard, put it in place, see how it feels. Because I was, I was actually concerned that, like, because it's a different keyboard, I know it's going to feel different. And and that's a thing that for some people could be a, a serious thing. Um, yeah. So it was um, – the, the issue that I was having is I type quickly enough um i I have a high words per minute in typing, and so I'd be sitting here composing work emails, and it would look like I was having a stroke because it wasn't picking up like certain keys had you had to have more travel than others on the old keyboard, yeah, and so like I was going the same the same hit on everything, and it would like it was like. Uh, the D, the F, the R, V, like right in that area, would like would hit later, and so I was like, okay, well, I just I just got to get a new keyboard, <laughs> and so it was into full quarantine lockdown. You really shouldn't be like looking at somebody else face to face because that's how you get the covids. Um, and I was like, ah, oh, but I really need to get a keyboard, and so I was kind of like derping around the internet and i saw it best buy was like order you know our store you you can't come in our stores we don't let you in our stores get away from my front door what are you doing order online when you pull up in the parking lot you go here you push a button you say what parking spot you're in and what your car looks like and then we bring it out to you i was like
0: hmm Does your Best Buy not do shipping?
2: It'll do shipping too, but I was like Okay. (laughs) I I was getting frustrated with the the couple of days of work from home with my keyboard. And I was like, I Mm. don't want to wait another like two or three days. Like Best Buy was saying it'd deliver like two to three days. Amazon's like, oh, it's pandemic. It's not required. So could be whenever. You don't know. Uh like going through all that, and I was like, oh, I could just just Best Buy is like a 10-minute drive away. I mean, need to get out of the house and know that the sun still exists. Okay.
0: This is true. This is true. So
2: I put this on order, um, and uh, I pull up, and I say, Hey, I'm in the Honda CRV in spot number three. And then I hit, boop. And then, like, a three-count door opens. Somebody's carrying a keyboard. Walks up to the door, and he goes, Aaron! And I start to roll it down. I was like, he's like, nope, just show me your ID. So I just, like, hold my driver's license up to the window. He's like, okay, pop the back door. I was like, okay. I reach over and I hit the thing and he tosses it in there. He's have a good day. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I saw him, like, walk back into Best Buy. I was like, can all shopping be this way? Just Somebody comes out, tosses it in the car. I don't have to think about it.
0: This could be wonderful. I
1: mean,
0: I, I mean, it could be it could be wonderful, but but also oh, I know. <laughs> also, boy, I I know someone who is stuck having to work at a thing that is absolutely not essential. Yeah, it just on a technicality falls under that, and uh, this person I know still has to go to their store. Um, I think still every yes. day now at half hours. To handle curbside pickup, and I'm kind of like, oh, this. There is a dark side to this that I hope. Yeah, I hope people appreciate the people who are doing oh, that stuff. <laughs> I, I I super appreciated it. Um, yeah, but
2: yeah, so I can sit here and change all the color zones and see. Try the other
0: reason I haven't t- tried and determined why it wants to do those things and just hit function seven and turn off all the lights. The other reason I haven't changed out my keyboard yet, the reason I got a new one is just cause I had had my keyboard for a while and it was, it's still, it's a scungy keyboard. It's got lots of, you know, aggregate on it from the years. Uh, just lots of dust, lots of, lots of mung everywhere. Lots of you down in those keys. Yeah. But it still works fine as a keyboard. Not, like none of the keys are weak. The LED backlighting still works. And so I'm kind of like, If if it wasn't for the fact that you
2: said that you already have its replacement in hand, like treat yourself, use the keyboard that you've already bought.
0: Yeah, I I I should, and I mean, here's the thing: I should do. I should switch in the new keyboard and then clean this old one and just keep it on hand as a working old keyboard. Yeah, that's is... the same thing. I've had the same laser mouse since two thousand five, and uh, it's just it's a it's a it's an old razor thing. It still works every time I clean the the laser. Yeah, it's just getting the the mouse wheel is getting janky. I've had a replacement mouse for this for three years, I think that I still haven't installed just because I'm like, well, it still kind of works. Uh, but you know what? Now that I'm home even more often, maybe I should finally switch out, get myself yeah. a clicky mouse wheel again.
1: Yeah.
2: Like I said, my biggest saying was just that it w- it was just starting to, to not want to do what, like, I needed it to, and it was very yeah, frustrating that- to have to, like, roll back and fix two sentences worth of, like, seizure that's happened.
0: Yeah. My, my keyboard would not still be here if it was doing that to me, because then, then it's useless. It's- yeah. <laughs> if it can't type, then, yeah, it's it's it no longer does the thing it's supposed to do. Um, man, you've inspired me. Though I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna deal with this. You, sh- you should, you should do that. The <laughs> thing is, also, it's a thing. I think another thing. It's something that I want to do after I clean up the rest of my mess.
2: Yeah, I mean that's uh, like I said. I've, I've also had the, the cleaning of all the other things in which maybe next week will be when Aaron finds a desk that is suitably inexpensive but does not appear to be cheap. Because mm-hmm. the first couple of desks that I was looking at for like immediate delivery or, or hands-free uh, delivery, all of them were like, "Yeah, it's a uh, particle board, uh, unfinished, hey. and you shouldn't get splinters from most of it. It's like, ah, it's a bigger <laughs> desk. That'd be nice, but I'd also like to u-
0: use uh, it. Now you, now you have to buy a power sander and a buffer in yeah. order to make the thing nice and smooth. I've been running into that with. Uh, I want to get a ch- a nice chair, like my computer chair, mm-hmm. but for my filming and minis painting table because I have a crappy chair over there. And I've noticed when I'm painting miniatures or filming, sitting in a crappy chair makes it a lot harder to do. Yeah. Uh. So I want to get a nice chair for over there. Do you know what is really not? I didn't realize this until now. I need to be able to sit in a chair to want to buy it. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably like, wi- something. Window that shopping makes it- chairs online. It's like. I can t- like all. They all look great online. Yeah, because they're all really nice photos. They all they all probably look like they have wonderful lumbar support. And and, and do you know what some truly useless online feedback reviews are? Chairs reviews. <laughs> because everyone's review is either it fit my body perfectly or it didn't fit my body right. Right. And I'm like that. That doesn't help me at all. Can you or stuff? Tough- can, can you okay. include
2: pictures of your body and or like clothing sizes maybe? Think. yeah how how do boot
0: cuts fit around your your thighs can because you- <laughs> because like uh when i when i got a new a new some new pots and pans because obviously the moment a lockdown happens also all my saucepan like <laughs> all the non started flaking off all the all their everything started to screw up and i had to get new ones uh I looked at the reviews, like I got this really nice um, soup pot, really big soup pot, mm-hmm. but one of the reviews was like, oh, the handles get too hot. I noticed that was a recurring theme in the reviews, but then I kept noticing no one ever said what they did to make the handles yeah. get hot. So I had the thing run for like 12 hours on the slow cook of some soup, and the handles were warm. But I was like, okay, so obviously, as I expected, when people said the handles were hot, it's because they had the thing on max heat for, like, six hours. Yeah. Or or they put it in the oven or something and then complained that the handles were hot. So, yeah, with chairs, I'm just like, some of this feedback doesn't... I just can't tell whether it's you screwed up. Yeah. Or had an unrealistic (laughs) expectation of a $70 chair. When I pulled the cast
2: iron Dutch oven out of the the three-day bonfire
0: it's like yeah with my bare
2: hands it it was hot that's what
0: thermodynamics is you dumbass uh so anyway that's one of my that's one of my two first world problems my other one is i really want to get an airbrush and i've realized that i need that i've been using the same respirator crappy you know meant to only use a couple times respirator for spray painting for too long you know what everyone bought yeah they bought all the paint respirators. Yeah, I need one for actual painting. And yeah. <laughs> uh, also, it doesn't help you, so it's it's double frustrating. But, um, yeah, uh, Aaron, anything else in your head you wanted to talk about?
2: Uh, I know that there was, but I can't recall the other purchase that I've had
0: lately. uh well, Aaron, can I can I run by you? The the I've been I've been doing a lot of looking at solo board games. I decided that's just going to be the way I'll stay sane. I want to know some of the titles I've been looking at. See if you know any of these. So the obvious one, because I already have some of it. I want to complete a cycle of Arkham Horror, the card game. So I just have some stuff to binge through in completion. Yeah. uh, Over and over again. Uh, Outside of that, um, one of the local stores, after telling people that they were out of stock whenever it was suggested to me, they got Friday back in. Uh, I've heard Friday is a good solo game. That's one where you play as Friday, Robinson Crusoe's Pal. Okay. I, haven't, uh, I hadn't also,
2: heard of this game before, so. Uh,
0: so, apparently, it's a very fun, simple little solitaire card game. Uh, there's also Anachrony. I really love the theme of that one. That's a crunchy, soloable, like, like resource manager type of thing uh, with time travel. Um and I've been looking at Spirit Island. A lot of people are are lauding the game Spirit Island. It's a co-op game uh which mm-hmm. by its nature is soloable. That's one. It's it's an interesting thing because it's usually games like Catan, right? Is where you're settlers taking over a land space. Uh so in Spirit Island, settlers are taking over a land space, you're killing them. Uh, well, not killing them, but you are destroying them Yeah, <laughs> through a combination of fear and destruction to get them off your land space, because you're one of the spirits of the island. Uh, so that's that's one I'm really uh, thinking I'm going to get a hold of sooner than later.
2: I think I watched Spirit Island get played at
0: uh, the last game I thought I had. Oh, it, it looks really cool. Uh, But then, another shop where they have some stuff that's damaged on sale, mm-hmm. they got Legendary Encounters Alien Deck Building Game, which I've heard is of those Legendary Encounters kind of the one to play. Okay, uh, and it's uh, it's it's like a, a it's again yeah. like a very soloable, co opable yeah. thing. Um, and then uh, there's a game called i heard is a very good solo game. Horrified. Uh, that's a game where Universal Monsters. You you pick uh, there's four of them and you pick somewhere between one to four of them. Okay, and uh, it's you leading villagers around and just trying to you know. Uh, meddle with these monsters and and defeat them. Uh, it's just not it's it's nicely inexpensive when it's damaged on sale. Mm-hmm. And then the last one on my little list, Circadian's First Light, is uh, another resource managey thing. It's it's uh it's uh got an art style a lot of people don't really like, but I kind of do. It reminds me a lot of Space Quest, and it's another uh, another resource manager. It's just it's different resource management than Anachrony, but it's also still sci-fi, and it has uh, Anachrony and this their AI solo bots are by AI, board game AI designers, that are apparently very good at what they do. Uh, so these are all the games I've been eyeballing lately <laughs> for my solo gaming adventure I want to go on. Um, I have not got any of these yet, so these are not what I got this week. <laughs> but uh, I'm just feeling a lot more inspired to put my my fun money into board games right now, also because it's supporting some local stores that are suffering. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know, it's just like... In, in, it, not being able to go to toy shelves, it's making me just look more at a lot of the toys I have not messed with very much yet and making me more happy with what I've got than wanting to acquire more. I don't know. It's, it's one of the small silver linings on, on yeah. my, my mental scape. Um, I do have something I talked about this last episode, but since TJ, since you're here, cause this was, this is very much thanks to you. I built my super mini plaw, um, Power Rangers in Space Zords. Ooh. Uh, I got them at fan expo last summer and, uh, I got them entirely because basically you told me everything I didn't like. I, I, everything I didn't like conceptually about the super mini plus stuff before them was not there. And you're absolutely right. Like, boy, these are cool. And they just transform. Yeah. Uh, they're super nice. Um, so that, that's making me want to look into all the ones that came out after them that started to also follow that track, like, you know, Jetman and uh, I think it was with Live Man as well. Uh, all that stuff's been coming out and is also more self-contained the way I want it to be. Like, with the obvious caveat, like, Jetman is five jets combining, so it is five things going together, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's a very specific thing, um, and it's not Super Mini Plaws fault. It is very smartly designed, some of the parts-for-me stuff, like that Voltron stuff. Yeah. I think it's incredible, conceptually. It's just nothing I really want to fiddle with myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, TJ, I, I built the thing. I sprayed the, the gray spruce gunmetal, uh, and it, it makes them look incredible. Uh, so, uh, thank you for suggesting those way back when you got them, and I was complaining about Super Mini Plot. Hey, um, it's about time I made you spend money hell yeah i mean granted i bought them in the summer and i built them just now <laughs> i mean to be uh, fair
3: i've had the delta megazord longer than that and i still haven't gotten around to building it
0: and, and i'll say this the delta megazord does parts form a bit more there's a there's a step where i'm pretty sure it would have been an extendy leg but instead you pull them off and stick them back on again yeah but I, I he wanna also s- has i want to say go that's go what
3: the original toy did so that doesn't bug me Okay. Yeah, but Miniplaw's better than that.
0: Well, the thing is, he has, his feet are the size of entire robots, and they're on giant ankle tilts, and it's glorious. Mm -hmm. And also, I combine the two of them together, and oh, man, I forgot how cool it is to have like a final form Sentai robot, but with Mm. joints. Yeah. Like, oh, that was freaking cool. Uh, It helps that the Astro Delta Megazord is like one of the best looking combinations. That yeah. too. I forgot how good that combo is. It's oh, it's like I don't mean to be grumpy old man about you know uh, piles of colorful mechs, um, Sentai robots. How, how they tend to be nowadays. Uh, I mean, getting away from that with Kira Major, but but boy just two good robots that combine like I know that in the very same show they then find like that other thing and it's a way more of a stuff slapping together robot but but these two are just like oh they they they, they're like something that can never happen again in the way that toys need to be sold right now but I love them Uh, I also can't think of any other off-topic stuff I got this week (laughs) Um, Aside from my bedding that I already talked about. Uh, I did. I'm picking it up tomorrow. I put in an order for pickup online at my butcher shop. Uh, Because they were closed today and yesterday. And the way their site works, the only shipping days they offer are within two days of you ordering. So I literally couldn't get it shipped. But they're also down the street. So tomorrow I'm going to call them and find out how pickup works. And I'm kind of excited. I've got pounds and pounds of meat and vegetables waiting for me. So so uh,
2: what's what's the cut that you're looking forward to most?
0: Okay, let me go get my let me go get my list. I'm gonna give you my haul. I'm gonna tell you okay. my haul. Okay. We are putting a grocery haul into this Transformers podcast. It is a first. Um so here's my order. I got uh, a box of spinach, a box of broccoli, a two-pound bag of carrots, uh a thing of leeks, two times uh red potatoes, and one times sweet red onions. Those are all I think one pound amounts. Okay. Uh, plus a pound of uh, Prince Edward Island grass-fed, pasture-raised stewing beef. All of that is going to go together to make me giant amounts of soup, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm looking forward to. I already have some nice bespoke um soup stocks uh, ready to go. Uh, so outside of that, I got a pound of bacon, because I like having a pound of bacon. It's very useful. Um, I mean, a pound of a dozen- bacon is
2: the starting amount of bacon.
0: Yeah, I I only like to buy it a pound at a time because I find if I buy more than a pound, it just I end up with kind of funky bacon at the end, whereas a pound is like just the right timing for me. Wait, uh, so you don't so eat the whole pound at once? No, I, I make it last and I harvest its grease in a in a you, mason you jar.
2: Can, you can you can eat
0: it all at once and harvest the grease. I also don't want to eat it all at once. Uh, and I also got a dozen eggs to go with it. Um, just so I can have like basically a nice ten day run of eggs and bacon. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got uh two more of those double chicken breasts, boneless. Um, now that I know I can, I have a system to freeze them properly. Uh, those are probably going to go straight in the freezer just so that I have mm-hmm. them on hand in there, along with uh two pounds of honey garlic sausage and two pounds of apple bacon sausage. Um, I might leave a pound of the sausage one sausage out just in the fridge to have sooner than later, yeah. but. Uh, because I missed going to the butcher due to a lineup last week, I've been going into my freezer stuff for the last few days. Yeah. So I want to re, I want to refill my freezer before well, I start. Well, that's
2: why, that's also why you keep that freezer
0: stock. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but now that I've gone into it, I'm having the thing of like being uncomfortable that I don't have the freezer yeah. stock anymore. <laughs> um, so that's my grocery haul. Uh, I'm looking forward to the making the soup. I know I've yelled about it now for multiple podcast episodes, but boy, just get a pile of vegetables and some like cubed meat and some some soup stock, and just put it all in a thing and cook it on slow and low yeah. for a while, and it's days of food. You can freeze it for up to four months in like a sealed Tupperware. You should make a uh, lasagna. I, uh, I guess I should. Then I have to get the cottage cheese. I mean, I could, but also epicure the other local really nice place Mm -hmm. have just nice frozen lasagna already i guess that'd be acceptable i just that's been the the thing that
2: i made a huge lasagna early on that i still have a little bit that's left like this is like oh probably about like four pounds of cheese it was two pounds of hamburger or yeah sorry pound of hamburger pound of italian sausage uh Mozzarella cheese, ricotta cheese, um, and then, like, I think it was, like, three cans of spaghetti sauce and another can of
0: tomatoes and two eggs. I did recently make a meat sauce using a can of Italian peeled tomatoes that the Nice Deli has for Mm -hmm. really cheap, and uh, it was nice. I actually didn't get acid reflex stuff because, I guess, because I knew what was going into it, and I just added a little, like, pinch of sugar. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I think for me, my lasagna is the soup. Cause like the soup plus these really hearty Scottish, like crackers I've been getting from the deli, uh, is just utter satisfaction for me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but and no, it's a that, pile of vegetables. That's like one of my sanity finders
2: in, in a bunch of this no- various nonsense of like, I'm gonna make a big serving of things. I made, um, oh yeah I made a uh, beef and noodles so I got an instant pot thing, and I found a beef and noodles recipe that is, like, I make beef and noodles the traditional way, usually, but I found this, and it's just like, hey, just brown a bunch of the meat, and then put this, like, canna of, like, dry soup stock mix along with, uh like, a low-salt, low-fat cream of mushroom or whatever soup in on it, and some water, and then... You let it pressure cook the meat down into peel apart nothingness, and then you put all the pasta in there, and you just let it go for a little bit. And then you're like, bam, it's beef and noodles. And I thought, this is such a BS recipe. You're not doing any of the normal stuff. And it's like, no, actually, it's pretty bomb. It's pretty bomb. I make a giant amount of it and spend, like, 15 minutes doing prep work and then just let the pressure cooker do the pressure cooker
0: things. Huh. Yeah, uh, crock pot, pressure cooker things are, like, if you have the hardware, it's even easier. The soup stuff I make is basically, because my crock pot is small, because I'm in a small apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the In fact, I don't know where to put the giant soup pot when I'm not using it, it just lives on my stovetop, because <laughs> it's a giant soup pot. But, like, a thing where you can just pile a bunch of stuff in a thing and turn it on and leave it alone for a day... Uh, is, is my, one of my favorite things to suggest to people to cook because it means you don't have to worry about skill in the moment, you know, or, or yeah. living up to all the cooking videos you watch. You yeah. just, you, you put it all in the thing. You don't even, especially if it's like crock pot or soup stuff, mm-hmm. you don't even have to chop everything if you don't feel confident to. It's yeah. better if you do, but you can also just throw it all in there whole because it'll just mush together into flavorful chew. Yeah. And, that's not that's not a bad thing that I'm saying. Yeah. Flav- the frozen version of this that I left in my fr- my freezer for a month and then tried thawing out this last few days, it was definitely not soup anymore. It was just real tasty bowls of stuff. Yep. Uh, and you know what? All those nutrients were still in there, all those vegetables were still in there, and all the meat was still in there. So I just had that with a bunch of big, thick Scottish crackers and, uh, and felt very satisfied. I added some chili flakes to give it some pang since it wasn't fresh anymore, but... Um, yeah, that's our grocery haul um topic list. Um so uh TJ, anything off topic on your end you want to bop through? Uh any uh I guess anything really. Um yeah, oh yeah, like I, I think a grocery list pretty much
3: opens me up to literally anything I obtained. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: pretty proud of my grocery list. <laughs> um nothing in particular
3: except for the one time killer I've had uh, on hand
0: most of the time, which is the new Animal Crossing. Oh, I've, I have. Uh, in fact, that was suggested to me as a way to structure my day for my sanity. Uh, I'm a, I'm a very unique uh, case where, like, even down to the original, I just don't connect with Animal Crossing very well. And it's nothing against it, but you are not the only person I've heard say that that is basically like, I mean, I, it's time killer at the very least. For yeah. The last now that you while. said it,
2: Animal Crossing was my other thing. But I'll let you yeah, go great. ahead and
0: talk
3: about it. Cause... I, I have a feeling
0: because I've seen Eric yeah. is
3: playing Animal Crossing.
0: Yeah. No, y'all, tell me about that rabbit. Tell me how much you love that rabbit. Oh, I'm glad oh, that event's over. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> tell me about the radishes or whatever it is that people have made a frigging Amazon site knockoff for. Have you seen that Nookazon? No. No. Oh, hang on. I don't even play the game. And what, this...
3: have, what have we done?
0: <laughs> hang on a second. I'm gonna link you to this. You're gonna, it's gonna blow your mind. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I have to compose myself here, because I got mad when I saw this. Not like, but with a smile on my face, mad. Uh, go to this website. <laughs> go to this website. Look what people did. <laughs> <laughs> this is an Amazon, this is a Tom Nook Amazon. Where y'all can get your radishes or whatever it is that everyone needs 30 of. Uh. Oh, I know. Okay. People have power gamed the the new Animal Crossing economy within the first two weeks. (laughs) They created Nookazon. (laughs) Uh. Nothing against the game. It's just the moment. I, I'm like if we're gonna talk about the rabbit and we're gonna talk about the radish... is it radishes? What's the thing everyone needs? Bells Except, uh, is the is the not bell, money bells. thing. Bells is the currency. Radishes yeah. is,
3: is the thing that can make you the most money.
2: Yeah, right. So so if you're ra- lucky. Radishes is the stock market. You yeah, get it? Which not the which, stock market, the
0: stock oh, market. For God's sake, I can't <laughs> believe you just did this to me after all these years. You t- <laughs> Uh, I get it because it has stocks. Mm-hmm.
2: And somebody comes along and and sells them on Sunday mornings, and then throughout <sighs> the week the prices change. And occasionally somebody's like, "Oh, it's for four times as much as it should have been," and then everybody wants their switch code or whatever to go and and make a killing on it because RNG and Tom Nook keeps threatening to break my knees if I don't pay off the house. <laughs> No, actually, Does Tom's pretty th- good. He doesn't charge interest, and you pay it when you want. Yeah, That's yeah. The thing. It's, it's just his dumbass. Are, are, the, are the, the nooklings his kids or nephews? I always forget. No, I don't know. These kids that run the store with his name on it just buy bugs and rocks, <laughs> and then, and then this human comes around and pays off this loan with
0: bug and rock money. If they're called Nooklings, then does it mean they work like the Koopalings, where they aren't his kids? He I, just sort I, of adopted them. I don't know.
3: I mean, in a in a sense, it's like a smaller scale of what they
0: of what Nook does. So kind of. <laughs> Man, Nook, Nook is fascinating. When I, when I learned that he doesn't charge interest, I was like, wait. So everyone who says he's like an evil landlord, but he's not. He's he's like he's like a weird pseudo capitalist pan. Yeah. In the forest, he just he just wants to bring you the notion of structure and persistent debt, but without the bad parts. And that's not a good thing to do to people. Nor is it evil. I mean, <laughs> the only thing he really does is is like, well, you know,
3: you can't get the next room of your house till you pay it off, right? Yeah, like you you want that
0: basement real bad. Okay, it's one point two million bell. It's on your time though, it's on your time Yeah, it, it, it's your basement Yeah, No, no one will I, ever I, take that basement I from just you.
2: looked them up Tom Nook explains to the player that Timmy and Tommy are not related to him by blood And he thinks of them as his pupils And himself as the mentor Stating that he wants to teach others good economic principles In order to help them from suffering The same pitfalls he did growing up so What he, happened to
0: Tom Nook? What is his backstory?
3: Well, no, no, let's keep it in night. This means he ran off with someone else's kids yeah, he has hauled them off to a deserted island and put them into
0: servitude in his company. I didn't company. know there was. I didn't know there was Tom Nook lore. Like he, that's like on the level of the of the the boss who runs the the diner in Midnight Diner. Like that's like. Does he have a scar somewhere? Does he just have a scar over his eye? He never talks about.
2: No, but I do see him take a cup of coffee and put it into his pocket when you walk up.
0: What? What like,
2: like like a cup, okay. not, not like a like a a Starbucks cup, but like a ceramic handle on the side. Does the He's coffee like- come out? Well, no, it just goes into the pocket.
0: I have a face right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is also okay. Here's this is another. This is secretly the other reason why I don't play Animal Crossing myself. I have so much more fun just. F- asking people about their time with Animal Crossing. Cuz like, I'll never have the the experience that I am imagining in my head when when y'all tell me about it. <laughs> uh Okay, I didn't want to start on the on the, you know, the, the poor footing of of Nookazon, the Easter bunny and and radishes, but like TJ, like what's some of the like what's what some of the stuff you've been doing? How's your island doing? You got I see a lot of people a lot of people just seem to have set up fighting rings in their islands. <laughs> Like a lot of people I, <laughs> like obviously it's just background stuff, but like a lot i don't of have a, I don't <laughs> have a fighting ring i have set I have set up a wrestling ring in my basement It's close enough in fact, that's even more on that's that's where a wrestling ring should be someone's basement yeah, it's people throwing money at it well it's like it's it's uh, a hard family dungeon thing, yeah. Uh, a lot, I, I mean, oh. I also, I know a lot of people who watch wrestling, so yeah. <laughs> I think, I guess it just happens that that's but, what people do. But, <laughs>
3: like, here's the thing, like, for me, I, like, this is my first Animal Crossing game, because, like, reading through what the other games did, it was like, I don't really jive with that a lot. What this one did was, uh, one, I can design the whole freaking island any way I want, like, right, eventually mm. right down to terraforming. Uh and I like I love I love the idea that I live in this little world where for fifty thousand of these you know, fifty thousand bells of this fictional currency, I can just tell someone you're gonna live on this side of the island now. And we're just gonna upend your house in the morning, you're gonna wake up on the west side of the island. Yeah. And <laughs> the fact that you go to bed, completely cool with that. The fact that you go
2: to bed and then wake up and it's like your house has another room in it now. It's like what
0: yeah. uh... <laughs> So like i don't want to get back in the dark stuff but i heard like there's a whole thing about that game of people like trying to trying to min max the population of their island oh yeah there are
2: definitely people that are like no i don't want the elephant because he has a dumb voice so I, i i'm gonna go and talk to talk to isabel who's the the whatever island needs person and be like yo can we get him kicked out I'm gonna see if I can get okay. another wolf person.
3: Okay, to be uh, to be fair, I have gotten picky on some of my villagers. Mm-hmm. Did
0: like, Isabelle to just make them disappear? No, no, no. Because no, no, I just no, know like, she no, does no, no, that. No, no. no, no. Well, <laughs>
2: she's nice it, and cheery until the two by four okay, comes out. Okay,
3: <laughs> so you can complain to her, but I haven't seen any like confirmation that that
0: actually moves things along. Like, okay, because I thought the doom guy like pal's thing was joke but like y'all are making it sound like she also just kills people no 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 no, no.
3: okay no No, people move out of their own volition wait
0: hold on that sounds precisely like what someone says if someone just had someone killed they entirely
2: made the choice they could move out or something else might happen
0: Man, I love animal Something crossing. Something
2: else is going to happen to you if you don't move out. I'm not no, no, no. We wouldn't come and, and break your knees. That would be
3: untoward. Now, would you what would you rather lose? Your home or your hands?
0: That's even better. That's so dark cuz it's like you'll live either way, but you'll you'll live as without your hands if you pick the wrong choice. And because you are you're an elephant. It's not your fault. It's just, you know, how the cookie crumbles. Uh, sorry it, I keep the dark animal crossing just keeps happening every time I yeah I, I start talking about it uh, the, like what pulled me into this one was okay a I can re- I can design the
3: whole island any way I want and right now I'm like rearranging it from wherever the house goes wherever there's room to like an actual organized town that makes sense mm-hmm. and now and the other thing that pulled me in was they added a crafting system which is really easy for me to get into Like now I can collect stuff and make stuff and do, you know, do a lot
0: and feel like I'm doing more than just like waiting around for like furniture to fall out of the sky. That's, that's kind of like for all the things I'm talking about, not really getting into Animal Crossing. I also just got into Satisfactory, which is a giant crafting system. Uh, so I, I I totally hear (laughs) you. Yeah. What's your native fruit? Uh, I got peaches.
3: Okay. I've got Uh, apples. Okay are you missing any um i've got peaches
2: oranges and coconuts along with the apples okay so what else is there there's cherries Cherries, pears pears okay uh i got an orchard okay i'm I'm building an orchard slowly yeah chris didn't realize it's gonna turn into animal crossing time
0: (laughs) <laughs> no, I love this. I got, I got. I'm doing that. I'm in that pose with like my my two mm-hmm. fingers over my mouth, but like stroking my chin with my thumb. Yeah. I'm just like this. Is
2: no, nasty. the thing I've started working on since I've got a bunch of of roses is I'm trying to crossbreed roses, and I've managed to get a black rose and a pink rose.
3: Okay. So far, I, I with, just with act-
2: just starting on that.
3: Yeah, I just accidentally got a pink rose. I got it. I actually got a black rose too. I have no idea how. Yeah. I, like I know, I know how to do it. I just don't know how that one spawned. I think it's uh, a red red cross. It is, but they have to be like a purebred red. Okay, like it has to be like a special, like okay. a special breed that comes up black. Um, I do have, uh, I do have purple tulips that I'm working on. Okay, because I got an island full of orange ones that those breed purple.
0: Okay. the, the comment section on the thread for this one. It's like a good sixty forty positive chance. Well, if if, the, 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 it, if
2: all the comments don't say something about
0: Animal Crossing, I'm just deleting it. I, I can I think like, I can still do that. I think I still have mod powers. We can we can open up underground like you know people go to Big Nookazon for all their needs. But this thread's going to turn into like the uh, the the whatever dark web. It's going to be Animal Crossing dark web. Like hey, I'll trade you. I'll you trade me uh, trade me a bunch of peaches, and I'll make that elephant disappear. <laughs> Joke
3: about you. Joke about Nookazon. I'm actually looking at something right now. Why did you do what this? A,
0: oh no. <laughs> te- te- okay, technically, okay. Credit where credits due. I only know about Nookazon because uh, Hoopla and Josie were doing an art stream, and then SuriBot popped in, and SuriBot's the one who said what Nookazon was. So this is technically SuriBot's fault slash uh, credit, <laughs> depending kay. how how good or bad this goes. So for all the nonsense things that are in the game,
3: there are there's one costume in multiple colors that is just like as close to a Power Ranger as they could legally get, and mm-hmm. then there's one that's basically as close to Iron Man as they could legally get. I I have the <laughs> Iron Man one. Uh, I got the I got I got the blue helmet out of a gift, and then I just got kicks on my island today who had the shoes in the same color, so I need the suit.
0: Aaron will get you that suit if you yeah. if you'd make someone disappear for him. <laughs> well, so
2: the th- the thing is though, isn't it like if you've gotten it, there's, isn't
3: there one of the stores that you can go to um, to like get it again? The Nook, uh, the Nook shopping. It's like okay. you can you can buy duplicates on the, of things and on the terminal, have it yeah. mailed. Yeah.
2: This has also just been like a, I've got an hour or two in the evening to tootle around. Um, I I've not gotten deep into it, but now that I've got other people to bounce off of, I I.
1: Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. This
3: could become dangerous,
2: like, and and nook yeah. is on. I'm I'm not saying I've bookmarked it, but <laughs> like, oh, it's, man, basically, so it's, basically, it's
3: basically just a trading depot. Like I have this, yeah. but I need this. Yeah,
2: because that's I I went to look at the flowers, and it's a whole lot of like make an offer or like I'll trade a black rose for a purple tulip.
0: Um, for gold. But hey, nuggets. what if you need what if you need that purple tulip though?
2: yeah no no that's exactly it it. it's
0: just sitting here like hmm yeah exactly oh man tom nook should adopt me i've had hard times too we can we can hang we can uh we can you know do that thing where we stick the knife in the table between our fingers over and over again we can be cool together uh do you want to learn the art of buying rocks and bugs I am the art of buying rock. That's my lifestyle. Uh, I was just watching a bunch of videos about centipedes recently. I like centipedes. I don't like being around them. They're too freaky, but I, I think they look really beautiful. I just don't want to be in the same room. I was watching this this YouTuber who got hired by Animal Planet or something lately, uh, but he has a bunch of videos of letting insects bite him. Uh, and he got bit by a giant desert centipede, and he had to go to the ICU because uh, the venom it put in him was just shooting up his arm. Anyway, I don't know how that topic started. but <clears throat> To the dude's credit, every time he gets bit by, by a thing, he has the wherewithal to use the initial adrenaline surge to carefully put the container back on top of the creature in question without killing it.
2: Uh, what is it? The the guy that did all the whatever insect testings to do, be a comparative pain scale. Is it the, a, is it was, that guy? He
0: was insp- he was inspired by that guy.
2: Okay. The, uh, there's the, also the, the, the bullet two- ant or whatever, where it's like it's so painful that you'd rather get shot. It's like yeah, at the, what uh, point in time is it like? You know
0: what? I'm going to verify this. The apparently the centipede was much worse than the bullet ant. Uh, made him start crying, and they had to use a venom extractor. Yeah. Um, but do, uh, do no. There's want- also this is also different from the two dumbasses on Discovery Channel. Uh, who do? one of them's an Australian dude, and their whole thing is Kings of Pain. I think is the show. That show is really dumb. Those guys uh are too bro about it. Like they they ditch all pretense of having scientific interest, and it's just more like a lot of chest pounding, and you get the feeling like that it's. You get the feeling that there's a giant bulge in a pant leg coming up with every friggin... And there's nothing wrong with that, but the way they depict it on the show is very annoying to me. Uh, but that's also, like, Discovery Channel. Whenever I'm back home visiting my mom and I see what TV is, I just get really irritated. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to, I didn't mean to cut in on the Animal Crossing. It's just something about bugs got me going.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, how about the I'd fact, like fact that the that. the museum curator who's an owl is afraid of bugs? I heard about this. I heard and this every, term, every time. Turns it's into... like ah, eh, a bug. Oh, it's crushed. I'm like, you're an owl. You like bugs is one of the things on the menu. Mm. That and mice, but you can't collect mammal. You can uh, but... you can collect fish and you can collect bugs and fossils.
0: You can't just be like, here's a field mouse, jerk. This gets into the whole question though of a world full of anthropomorphized animals, where also people still go fishing and eat things. Mm-hmm. Is like, where where are mm-hmm. the ethics? I I saw oh, Beastars. stars. I know about there, this. There's... I, <laughs>
3: There's a few twists to that. Uh, there's an NPC in the game named Flick, who's like this punk rock red chameleon. Is like my favorite one in the game. And like there is specifically lore where he does not get along with his father because his dad eats all the bugs, but he loves bugs on a spiritual level.
0: God, that's a lot of lore I didn't think was an Animal Crossing. Oh, man. <laughs>
3: People Are actually trying to. Well, here's the thing people are trying to figure out like, because there's two different, like, temporary vendors one is for fish and one is for bugs. And they both ups they both uh buy for like 50% markup. And yeah. people are trying to figure out two things one is flick related to the previous bug collector because the previous bug collector was hinted to just eat all the bugs you sold them, and two is. Uh, are him and the other seller a couple, because there's apparently hints to that in the game.
0: Hmm. Oh, man. Man! I love this stuff. I Yeah, uh, I'm still probably not going to pick up Animal Crossing, but I'm going to keep pestering people about it, because I want to know, know what people discover. I also, obviously, I heard about, like, Tarantula Island, and that technically any island can become Tarantula Island, if you do the right stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved, I loved that phrase when I saw it. Uh, I also saw a fun thing where someone found an, uh, someone who washed up on the beach and because of the custom graphics you can do, they just put a blood splatter under them <laughs> and oh, then they took hilarious. another photo. They put a different dragged blood splatter image down and took once the person was gone. So they just took two photos <laughs> and made it look like they dragged their body into a bush. Uh, oh, I was down my with God. that. I was very down with that. Um. Uh, any other Animal Crossing stuff or shall We I think we should probably cap the Animal Crossing so we save a little bit for next time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Do our check-in, our island check-in. Um. So unless there's anything else uh, you guys want to hit up, I think that that's probably a good place to cap off uh, this one. Um, I'm trying to think if I had anything else off topic, but I, it all just started come up. It came up, satisfactory came up again. I still haven't bought Control, but I still have a few days while it's on sale to figure out if I want to buy it. I probably will. I heard Control's fun. Um, but, yeah. Hey, hey, thank you guys for joining me here, and thank you all, listeners, for listening to it. Uh, stay in touch with all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll be back with some more podcasting, but you all got to be there to to receive it, so, you know, take care of yourselves. Uh, stay low-risk, stay safe, and... Uh, Wash you, your hands. You know, it's, yeah, I was about to Watch say, them again. You, you're probably... Probably tired of hearing it, but also, yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of fun washing your hands. I've started to get into it more. I make Mm -hmm. a game out of, I gamified, uh, hand washing because I, I I got vectors I like to hit. Um, oh, you know what I bought off topic? I got some new conditioner because my hair is getting real dense. Uh, and I bought some, I bought some male grooming scissors because they, they were the only little scissors I could find at the drugstore. And God, they, they are, you know, those, you know, those pharmacy products that are like for men on them. Uh, these ones are that to the point of like the rings for your fingers and the scissors are bigger. And it says, it has a big arrow pointing at it saying, sized for man hands. And I'm like, this is great. I'm glad I own this. Huh. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna I gotta do some some uh, end trimmings at some point. I'm hyping myself up for that. So I'm, uh, I'm
2: I'm gonna recommend to you the same thing I've recommended
0: to everybody else: quarantine mullet. Tempting, but I I don't have the means to shave sides off. I just want to trim my ends.
2: You not have a beard trimmer.
0: Uh, I do, but it doesn't fit go. my hair. It doesn't fit my hair. <laughs> just just gotta keep working at it, man. It's an ends trimmer. It's not like a big, like, kind of thing. I've been letting more... more. I am keeping... Here's the thing I'm going to say it all. Because I've seen a lot of people going, like, I'm just going to stop shaving. That's fine. I've kind of let my cheeks go a little bit. But i got two recommendations. Keep shaving your neck. You'll feel better. Uh, But number two, if you're going to let that stuff grow in, you should get a trimmer so you can trim the ends. Because let me tell you, if you just let it keep going, like, it's it's kind of fun. You're like, I'm like Robinson Crusoe. I'm like Tarzan. It's it's fun until like you start itching, you know. Like <laughs> you start getting that scaly skin. Mm-hmm. You should you should if you're gonna let it grow in, take care of it. All right, that's my little thing. I want you to promise me, those of you who are doing the uh, the quarantine beards. All right. Anyway, uh, take care of yourselves. We'll be back with some more Transformers talk and other talk because that's what we do. And uh, until then, uh, stay safe.